Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Reactionaries podcast. My name is Jeff Crisco, and I'm here with my co-host, Joe Gruen. Welcome into the only podcast upset that Brian T. didn't get a call for F9. <laughs> you remember It'll Brian? F10, though. <laughs> he, of course. A little DK action in F10, Joe? <laughs> yep. All um, right, so we're going to start talking F9 today, huh? Yes, Joe, I just want to talk a little bit about F9 because it's part of our, you know, our, our it's it's where the podcast started. So Joe and I saw F9 in theaters. It was awesome. I rented a theater, um, like 10 people showed up and we had the whole theater and we got to talk uh, and yell at the screen and go, oh, come on, that doesn't make any sense. That was mostly what was said was, oh, come on, that doesn't make any sense. So, loud groaning. <laughs> loud groaning. Everybody going, who is that? Why is that so funny? While me and Joe were cackling. <laughs> and your stepbrother, who is very surprisingly well versed in the yeah, and my, yeah, and my brother, he, uh, he, uh, he, he, you, the three of us were like, oh my god, that's so, that's awesome. So, um, we're just gonna do it real quick before we get into Broken Arrow, Joe. What are your impressions of uh, of F9, and um, where does it rank in the in the pantheon, Joe? There's Fast Nine spoilers. If you don't want to hear them, fast forward to 16 minutes in your podcast app. Uh, bold. It's very bold. Is bold the right word? Uh, yeah, I think so. Because, like, they basically went where no Fast and Furious characters have ever gone before. And not yeah. just meaning space, but to the afterlife and back. Correct. And th that part we kind of already do. So it's like we already knew that Han Han made it back. And, and I'm going to put a little warning before we start talking where I'll be like, hey, skip forward to this 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 timestamp if you don't want to be spoiled on F9. So Han's back. He's alive. But the thing is, is so there's a lot of like, oh, is that why they had Hobbs and Shaw? Because he's going to be like a, a Brixton style super soldier. But no, Joe, he's just alive. He's just alive. And Mr. Nobody helped him out of a jam. Yeah. Blew up his car and kept him alive. Yeah. Well, yeah. they showed they showed how he got out of the car before it blew up, which was Jason Satham walked in front of the screen and then he wasn't in the car anymore. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> they really just were like disrespected their audience, which honestly, we're kind of their core audience. We were both like, OK, <laughs> that, that fits. The other, the other amazing thing is it, that wasn't enough for them. They literally show like a split second later. He's standing my Mr. Nobody <laughs> on a fucking rooftop. And they're like, yeah, hey, all went according to plan, huh? Like, yep. Before the car exploded. He was just like, uh, like he, the car was, the car was flipped for like 10 seconds. So in 10 seconds, not only did he get out of the car, he just like sprinted, which makes me wonder if they Bloody have to help. Too? You remember that? <laughs> yeah, he's fine. It was fake blood, Joe. It was all fake. There wasn't actually a real car because the car was back too. It's true. Didn't he say, and it, this is the best part, we might as well jump in. Han gives his ultimate non-answer to yeah. the question of how did you survive a car explosion? And he's just like, well, Mr. Nobody figures out a way to make things look real. Cool. Much like Giselle, Joe? Well, that's that's some uh, little teaser yeah. news that she'll, she'll be coming back in the next movie, as will Brian, as will everyone else who's ever died in this franchise. Nobody ever dies. You know, it, it's it's NERD. Uh, no one ever really dies. It's Pharrell's favorite franchise. Yeah. Han Supra uh, survived. He, Han Supra did survive. So does Han Supra have uh, the super soldier serum like Brixton, do you think? Is is Han Supra like a transformer? Like 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 Brixton's bike? Yes. 
Um, so a I've couple forgotten about Brixton. <laughs> <laughs> He's an Antifa super soldier, Joe. Oh my gosh. Um, so uh, a couple things. Uh, one, a lot of stuff in there for real Fast and Furious fans. Like the opening scene is uh, the, the scene where um, Dom turns Kenny Linder into a janitor, and um, well, they the draw. Scene is technically his father dying in a horrifying car accident. Correct. Well, the, the, the opening scene sets the stage for him turning Kenny Linder into janitor and they dropped the name Kenny Linder, like in the first like 30 seconds. And Joe and I looked at each other and like gave each other thumbs up. Like we're going to get the janitor scene. Like we knew it. And it, that didn't get paid off till much later. Yeah. I knew it when they hit the raceway. I was like, Oh man, this, I, I, this is not modern. This is, this is back in the eighties, baby. Yeah, and we find out that his 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 dad died not because Kenny Linder did anything wrong, but because his dad was committing insurance fraud. Yeah, he was committing suicide <laughs> <laughs> to well, get paying paying off a debt. Yeah, was it so? Was it to pay off insurance to get an insurance payout, or is because he bet against himself? I couldn't I couldn't quite tell. He was gonna get money. Yeah, I think he just he was betting. He was like taking a dive. It was like yeah. the equivalent of a NASCAR racer taking a dive, but like. Um, very odd plan. I don't know that it worked even. Like, <laughs> arguably it didn't, because one son just, well, one son wasn't phased at all, and he was the head of the street racing scene, and that was Jacob, who was John Cena. Yes. And then Dom yeah. gets out of prison and is like, "You lose this race, you leave forever." And Jacob just abides by those rules. It just keeps on driving, which is insane. Yeah, he couldn't have just told his brother right there, like, oh, by the way, dad forced me to fuck his car up. Yeah, exactly. Like, he could I don't want to leave. <laughs> like, he couldn't have been like, Dom, you gotta, we got to talk, man. Like, w- there's more to this than you know. Instead, there's this intense stare off. Yeah. And like, I don't know. That, that was a weird scene. <laughs> oh, and Jacob loses. He's like, no. Like crying and he keeps yeah. driving. Yeah. But we find out that this character... Uh, who we've never heard of before. I guess Mia was still in contact with. Yeah, uh, she tried to hold it all together. Yeah, but they never referenced him before. And now he's part of the family. And he had the dumbest introduction I've ever seen. And we laughed so hard because you see this figure, like, watching their crew from a distance. And he, like, gets out of his car. And it's the Jesus chain, but it's, like, on his back. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, Like, like a they- chain had flipped around. Don't they tease that right before, too? Like, his actual introduction is where he sees in the video, Dom pauses it. First of all, Dom knows how to use computers now. (laughs) Absolutely not. (laughs) That's the most unbelievable thing in the movie. And he presses pause at the exact right time you see the Jesus James. Oh, yeah, with Mr. Nobody. He's like, Tej taught me this little trick. And uh, Letty's like, that's just that's just pause. Everybody knows yeah. how to pause. Dom. People have known how to pause for for <laughs> decades now. He's like, you, you see the video? Now it stopped. Like, watch this. You showed me this Check other this trick. She's like, don't show me rewind. <laughs> now they're going backwards. <laughs> uh, so what else is there? There's uh, Stasiak's nose. <laughs> Completely. Stasiak shows up to be like, why am I still in this movie with a just completely just like crooked nose? And then he leaves and inexplicably doing favors. He's he's yeah. like even says he's like, I don't know why I'm doing favors. I hate you people. <laughs> yeah, Brian's gone unless Brian called in the favor, in which case Stasiak be like, you know, I need reconstructive surgery, right? You know, I what's... sleep with the CPAP machine because my nose is messed up. Exactly. You know what Stasiak's doing, by the way? He watched. Um, uh, why am I blanking on his name? Brian get promoted 
by breaking the law for fucking years. And he's trying to be straight and narrow. And now he's just like, fuck it. I just have to commit as many crimes as Brian did in his short life. And then I'll get a promotion. That's Brian's still alive, Joe. Don't forget. Oh, yes, he's still alive. Paul Walker is dead, but Brian is still alive, which <laughs> at the end of the movie, it's so funny because like uh, you see the you see his. Um, There's his an extra on. seat at the table. Yeah. And he shows up and Dom and Dom like turns his head and it just does the like head nod. But they don't show Brian. Thank God. Uh, that's for the next one. Um, they did Muppet Babies, but with Jesse, Vince and Letty and all them, which I laughed really hard because it was like it was like cartoon style where you have to assume that Vince and Jesse dressed like they did in the first exactly, Fast and Furious for years. Exactly. For their whole lives. Yeah. With Jesse with the little beanie hanging off his head and Vince with sleeveless cutoffs. <laughs> Vince is just dropping the F-bomb. <laughs> Yeah. People go eat a fat burger. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be great if they're like talking. He's like, yeah, man, uh, I just opened a fat burger franchise. It's really oh, great. <laughs> it'd be great if he was like, hey, I just heard about this new place called Fat Burger. Apparently you can get a cheeseburger for $2.49. F word. Uh, <laughs> he just drops it everywhere. He says um, it jovially. Um, but yeah, that was nuts. Um, it was also crazy that they were all out at a fucking like like meat they were at like a like a like a drag race like a crime syndicate drag race thing and they're all 15 yeah no they're all little kids it's really funny and they're supposed to have like i think it's letty who starts the race between jacob and dom and it's it's a child she's she's a child yeah i don't know how much of that is us aging we're gonna look her up the actress is like 25 (laughs) but (laughs) but they had like little chubby kid cheeks as far as i was yeah, it was it was pretty it was wild. So um, I think that's all I got. I just want to touch on it really quick, but I do have one question. Oh, they um they're really great at operational security. This team of now spies. There's a point where they all go into a a, a plane that's crashed. Nobody watches the perimeter. Yeah, yeah. and surprisingly, somebody they get the drop on them. By the way, the full name of this movie is F9: The Fast Saga. Which yes, is, you saw that. It's completely insane. <laughs> this movie is the whole saga. The whole thing. In one. In one. Oh, my God. So, Joe, I asked beforehand, you didn't know who the what the ship of Theseus is. No. So the ship of Theseus, it's an old it's an old like philosophical thing where if your ship is in a storm and it continues to be in storms and like you start off with a brand new pristine boat or whatever and and it's in one storm, you replace the sails in another storm, you replace like. The mass, you know, or the mass and sails are the same thing, but you replace each piece of the boat individually. Uh huh. Is it still the same boat? Okay, so you're saying that with the charger? With the charger, I don't think that's Dom's dad's charger anymore, because that charger was gone. It was dead. <laughs> it was. It was that, you didn't if, realize it. You think like, oh, he died in some sort of like collision, side collision, headlock. No, the whole car explodes. <laughs> yeah. No. The whole car is gone. Uh, let's see what. Oh, the um, uh, Tokyo Drift Crew shows up again. Yes. And I would like to mind you. That, wow. <laughs> yeah. Fat Bow Wow has gained like 60 pounds in three years is the he, idea. He turned into a husky. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they did have a nice nod to him not being Lil Bow Wow anymore because he's like, I don't go by Twinkie anymore. <laughs> That's such a weird fucking name anyway. Yeah. So now I'm just thinking, when does uh, when does like what? How many years is it between uh, F9 and Tokyo Drift? Because it's like five um, years. Five years. 
Yeah, because if it takes place after six, when did Fast Six release date? So, oh, Fast Six came out in 2013. Good lord. Okay, never mind. Yeah. Oh, God, don't. They've been making these movies for two decades. I've too forgot. long. Too, too convoluted. Long. Too long. All right, Joe. I, Wait, it, first of all, I just want to say we made it through, what, 10, 15 minutes of talking about that movie? We did not once talk about how they went to fucking outer space. <laughs> so I'll talk about that later. <laughs> Joe, they went to... Well, that's the thing, is they were they were teasing the outer space thing. And I think it's... Were they? <laughs> yeah. Like, that ever, was news to me when that happened. Oh, it's been a big deal. Like, oh, when are they going to go to space? And every movie, they've been like, maybe we'll go to space next. Who knows? Insane. Yeah. Oh, and the whole thing where... um. Uh, um, Tyrese uh, Roman was like, maybe there's something different about us. Maybe we don't die. That's right. And and uh, Tej and uh, Ramsey were like, no. The thing that's special about you is that you're a special idiot or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which really that that um, <laughs> your superpower is that you're never satiated. <laughs> your superpower is you eat like that and you look like that. Isn't that you enough? eat all the time? <laughs> yeah. And you're built like Tyrese ridiculous uh, uh all right i think is that it you ready that's to get it in? i think all right well me... we'll do it we'll do a better episode at some point in our oh life. yeah this is just first impression so joe where does it land in you right in the pantheon for you on the rankings i'm still saying it's behind fast five because i just actually oh, yeah. thought fast five was a good movie no um, uh, kate and i rewatched fast five it is a, a good movie i told somebody to watch they're like i don't like cars i'm like just watch fast five just it's so good oh it's kate's dad I was ah, like, just okay. I was like, just watch Fast Five. Like, you don't need to know Cars. He's like, all right. No, so they, I think that's a legitimately good movie. Maybe the one where they go to fucking the Middle East for some weird reason. We're going to Dubai. That's what it is. <laughs> it, like that one, maybe. But this one's right there with that one. I would yeah. say. I would put it. Yeah. So my thing is, is like Fast Five is its own tier. I agree. But then, like, seven, I put two in this tier. I really like Too Fast, Too Furious. I can hate two. <laughs> I love Too Fast, Too Furious. <laughs> two but, is like, a joke. Seven, two, and this one are kind of like tier 1B. Like, it was so much better than Fate of the Furious. Yes. Yeah. And, and Hobbs and, yeah. Yeah. And Hobbs and Shaw's kind of its own thing. It's because it's a different movie. Yeah. I, I think it was better than Hobbs and Shaw. I think it was better than Fate. Just for the simple fact that it had less Charlize Theron. Um, I think it's Wait, we, didn't, we didn't even talk about Charlize Theron. It's just like seventh grader haircut. Yeah, she's just like in a box, and then she's like, "Oh, the guy who only saw one movie." That was probably Jason went one riff of the night. No, it was Jason. That was Aaron. Oh, it was Aaron. That's right. Where the guy's like, the guy just like is like, some people think they're Han Solo, but really they're Luke Skywalker. But me, I'm Yoda or something like that. No, and Aaron's like, you're Yoda. And Aaron's like, and I have seen exactly one movie he's <laughs> <laughs> like he only saw one of the movies <laughs> aaron won riff of the night so yeah. all right joe now we got to get into the 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 reason we're the reason we're here so i'm gonna put in my little timestamp here so that people can uh fast jump forward if they like. yeah they can jump ahead and uh so joe yes talk about it broken arrow joe 1996, John Woo and John Travolta's first movie together. And Joe, they became friends on the set of this. Who? John John Woo and John Travolta. Oh, that makes sense because he yeah. keeps showing up in his movies. I know. And remember how when we were talking about um, last time the uh, uh, face-off, 
how it was like every every single person in this movie was just making their own movie and it happened to come together. This is the opposite. Every single behind the scenes thing was like Christian Slater did his own stunts. How long did his own stunts? Um, what's your face? Uh, uh, Ranger Terry was going to be Halle Berry, but somebody said there was no such thing as a black park ranger. <laughs> <laughs> like literally, but it's like, there's no, like, you know, like, uh, like John Travolta was originally cast as Hale, but he was like, I'd probably do better as Deacons. And they were like, okay, do that. There wasn't like John Travolta. was just like, all right, so this is my idea. Uh, Deacons who's actually good. He's just going to go insane. We're going to rewrite the whole script. Like right. it was just a bunch of professionals making a movie. So it's not, that exciting so far behind it you know but i mean how much can you expect about a movie that at its core is about two men passing twenty dollars back and forth yes <laughs> that's the whole fucking thing that is the plot to a t is the 20 starts in one of their wallets and makes their way to the other one back to the other one the nukes are like just there <laughs> yeah the nukes, the nukes are secondary to the 20 because it's like you notice that like so when at the end of the movie when christian slater finds the nuke He's like, okay, perfect, the newt's here. And then he sees the 20, and he's like, oh, my God, is that Holy the 20? Shit. Yeah. <laughs> like, he's so much more excited for the 20 than the nuke. And um, it's weird to call this movie kind of toned down when they set off a nuclear weapon in it. But yeah. it's kind of toned down compared to a lot of the movies we do. Dude, isn't it? Like, I, I remember being a kid and watching this, parts of it, because I never actually saw it all the way through until I watched it this time. Just being like, this is fucking boring. Like, like, as a kid, it's like, none of this is cool. Yeah, it's a lot of just, like... Flyboy shit. And yeah. Like, I, we got plane gibberish again. Just like, uh, what was it? Oh, God, what was the Travolta plane? Or the uh, Travolta. Seagal movie. Seagal plane movie. I remember it had a stupid name. Well, it kind of harkened back to that with its, like, extended takeoff procedures scene at the beginning. Oh. We're going uh, 120 mark 000. Yep. Roger. Roger, acknowledge 120. Oh my God. I forgot there's a good Steven Seagal plane movie, so I have to figure this out. Uh, well, executive decision, a good Steven Seagal plane movie. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, it was, it's, it's just a very boring movie with a lot of military jargon, procedures. The dialogue's not that great. The dialogue that I did write down is just dry as hell. Yeah, and the like the only good thing to about it is that like I texted you this. Every single person in this movie is in the running for the dumbest person on earth. For sure. Like the smartest the smartest person in the movie is Ranger Terry because she thinks to unhook the nuke from the rest of the train. <laughs> I know, like, she's kind of bad shit too. <laughs> well, she's not the smartest, but it's like everybody's so stupid, and then somebody just has like one idea and derails everything. Right. Because yeah, we'll get into it. It's just like every single time, it's like, oh come on, really? You have I, a different idea? I actually think Pritchard might be the smartest person in the movie because he's he's freaking out when it's totally appropriate. Like every everything that's happening, he's in the right for for complaining. Yeah, because here's the thing is John Travolta's plan does not work. It just happens to come together. He doesn't together. have a plan. It just, yeah, it's just a bunch of chaotic stuff that happens to come together. And and Pritchard, who's financing the whole thing, who is, uh, I think he was one of the presidents in 24, or an advisor. Oh, uh, no, he, he, Jeff, he is a very old friend. Bob Gunton. Bob Gunton, what was he? Deverell in The Glimmer Man. Yeah, that's right. 
Yeah. And he was the Secretary of Defense on 24. That's what he was. Yeah. So every time it's like something happens that it, there's no way it was part of the plan. And he's like, John Travolta, what are you doing? We are stealing two nuclear weapons. And John Travolta's just like, it's all good, baby. Yeah. Like, he's like, I got this, baby. Like, he breaks in a black voice. It's like, what are you doing? <laughs> like, I learned this from my buddy Steven Seagal. By the way, Bob Gunton also uh from Shawshank Redemption he was the warden yes the warden the warden are you being obtuse or am I being obtuse and uh yes so we'll just say uh he gets what's coming to him in this movie so um so let's start out yeah I was gonna say let's get started uh terrible intro I think (laughs) well first this is where you got to go back to 1997 the year of blockbusters uh this is did this come out in 96 was it 96? It Did I just guess 97? Though. Let's yeah. say 96 then. Uh, directed by John Woo. Uh, budget 55 million. Made a cool 150.2 million. I, I made a face at the budget until I realized that there is there are two sets in this movie, basically. And one is the desert. It's not a set. They just had to go out to the desert. Are you counting the cave as the second set? Oh, no, the Pentagon, I guess. The Pentagon. Yeah, the Pentagon with Kurtwood Smith. With Kurtwood Smith. Yeah. So train as a no, because that was a real train. They just hopped on some train. There is so much cheap shit in this movie for something made for fifty five million dollars back in 1996. It's a ton of money. Well, Joe, they they blew up a two billion dollar plane. They use a Wilhelm scream. (laughs) No, it's not a Wilhelm scream. It's the cheaper version of the Wilhelm scream. Oh, my God. It's the one that's in Hellbound. It's the guy that's like, yeah. Do you know what they call that now? What? They call it the Howie Scream because of this movie. Oh, no shit. Yeah, because this is the most high budget use of it. Because everyone's like, that's like, if you're too cheap for the Wilhelm Scream, you use that scream. <laughs> and they put it in like this movie. So stupid. Um, okay. Well, we open with what you call a terrible opening, which is a boxing scene. Mm-hmm. They're boxing each other. Travolta v. Slater. Uh, Travolta's winning because he's just bigger. And I didn't realize how, like, what a little boy body Christian Slater has. Oh, Christian, Slale, Christian Slater's whole deal is just being this, like, weaselly, like, scrawny little guy. He's like an sync member in boxing yeah. clubs. Yeah. And, oh, that reminds me, Joe. Uh, are you familiar with Chris Evans? Yes. Uh, Captain America himself? Captain America, yes. <laughs> I thought this was appropriate. I wanted to bring this up on Friday, Joe. Friday, July, or Thursday, July 1st, 2021. Chris Evans tweeted, if Christian Slater from 1989 walked into a room and I had never heard his name before and I had to guess what it was just from what he looked like, I would guess Christian Slater. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep, burn. <laughs> Um, anyway, Travolta's winning, obviously, because he's oh, much yeah. larger. Uh, there's a rope-a-dope reference, which comes into play later in the movie. Uh, the rope-a-dope, for people who don't know, is when you make think you're going left, and you go hit him with a right or whatever. Um, Something that Hobbs and Shaw could have learned. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Some of the whole FNF franchise could have benefited yeah. from. Uh, Slater likes Bruce Lee movies, so he does a fake kick, and yeah. then he punches. Which, if I was John Travolta, like, the kick's not allowed. You're just like, what are you doing? Like, this is a friendly sparring match. Yeah, where's the referee? <laughs> yeah, where's the ref? And this whole scene is just like, I'm like, oh, I'm sure this big lecture John Travolta is giving will never come back up in this movie. It's so forced. It's yeah. just like, of course, you're, I don't know what this means yet, but obviously this matters. 
Yeah, he's like, he's like, you don't have a killer instinct. You don't need, you don't do what needs to be done. You know, you don't try to win. Like you gotta, you know, you you telegraph everything you do. You're so easy to predict, Christian Slater. And, and to be fair, Slater's fucking person. He's got his personality pegged because Slater, for the the majority of the movie, like John Travolta's like, I'm about to blow up this nuke with a remote, and he's like, Ah, oh, jeez. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like. It, he's okay this is an action movie he is an action movie star but every time something happens he's just like oh geez oh god oh geez oh, man <laughs> <laughs> oh crap <laughs> um slater and travolta make up in the locker room over some cheesy music we get the first it, the music is like the centerpiece of this movie actually because it's so out of place in every scene they only use it like here it's used after like a boxing fight doesn't really make a lot of sense but later it's used like when someone gets murdered yeah joe <laughs> it the the music in this like so like you think about like top gun like music is part and parcel of that movie yeah like it's a big this one is just like sporadically in it and it's just weird when it, it shows just up just this song <laughs> yeah yeah and um uh one thing that we skipped over is at a certain point john travolta during the boxing act john travolta like reaches down to help up Christian Slater and there's like a light behind him and there's like Latin chorus mute singers. So it's like, he's supposed to be like Jesus, I guess. And then what? Slater, I don't know. And then like Slater, like rejects his hand up, which if the guy who made this movie had watched the movie would have made Travolta, like the devil tempting Christian Slater. Maybe, but actually this is where some of my boxing knowledge comes into play. That's actually just to tag out. That means like I'm done. Oh, like, like I, I, that's the white flag in boxing. When you oh, because I thought because I thought they kept. Bo- no, they kept boxing after that. No, that was the end. Oh, that was the end. OK, I think I was just thinking that they were going to keep boxing. Um, another question. He smokes a cigarette differently than he does in um, face off face off, but still very cool. He does the hand, the finger very close to the to the to the tip of the filter. But it's just like finger spread, just like. Like yeah, like you couldn't. Yeah, it's impossible even to hold it. Straight, yeah, it's like it's the finger equivalent of when the people just have it like it's attached to their dragon. lip and spit. Yeah, and it's just like, how do you do that? Which also makes me think that John Travolta thinks about how his his characters would smoke a cigarette. Yeah, for sure. He thinks way too hard about everything that his characters do. Everything that doesn't matter. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So, uh, so, so yes, we are. Yes, we're in the shower room. Uh, Slater hands Travolta $20 uh, because he's like, I lost fair and square. And Travolta says he beat, uh, well, he tries to get back to 20. He's like, I beat you because you weren't trying. Yeah. Uh, And you're a pussy. (laughs) Which is like a really fucked up way to like reject a bet. Yeah, he's he's like, here's the thing. You weren't trying. And if you were trying, you're really bad at this. You like have no business boxing. (laughs) Yeah, you have no business boxing. So why don't you keep your $20 and spend it on boxing lessons? I do like Slater's response, though, where he's like, I just took that 20 out of your wallet. Well, yeah, because he keeps going, no, it's yours. No, it's yours. No, it's yours. And Travolta's like, it's not mine. He's like, no, it is. I took it out of your wallet. I thought that was a decent line. Yeah, because, well, that I think that gives you the like Travolta is like so cocky that he like misses things that are going to happen, like right under his nose. Sort of. That's a good point. He misses like the small things. Yeah. And this $20 uh, never comes back, Joe. It's not weirdly the centerpiece of the movie. <laughs> uh, we are now at the Air Force Base. Travolta oh, gets... What? 
really quick, at one point, Christian Slater's like, we're just sparring, man. Like, we've all been Christian Slater in this scene do, playing some sort of Oh, sport. yeah. We've all been like, dude, chill out. Poker or fucking <laughs> video games or anything. It's like basketball or like a good time. <laughs> you know, like flag football. It's like, dude, chill out, man. We're just having fun. Yeah, fucking turkey bowl. Uh, so anyway, we get back to the base. Travolta gets bitched out for smoking in his boss's office. Really? Come on. Come on, John. Um, he's like, oh, I'm sorry, sir. It won't happen again. Uh, anyway, they get briefed on a mission that Travolta already knows about, apparently. <laughs> that was weird. But it, it's almost like he did the thing where it's like, well, I know. I know the mission. Why don't we brief Christian Slater just for reference? But then he like knew the he knew the mission. It's like, why are they both there? It's weird, right? Like, yeah. it feels like only Slater should be getting briefed here. Um, but anyway, uh, it's a simulated border infiltration uh, with Utah uh, with two live nukes. So they're going to fly over the Utah border, try to sneak two nukes in there. Finally take out those Mormons, Joe. <laughs> yeah, right. I don't know why they have to be live, by the way, or even why they have to be there. Well, they said because – so what they're doing, Joe, I can tell you why. Because this is they, – they mentioned it real quick, and I said – uh, for tech diverse slash plot reasons, they're doing this. So it's a B3, which is looks just like a B2. It's a it's a B3 bomber that they're testing it, and they're trying to see if the the radiation makes them more visible. Okay, I see. So there is a reason for this. Slash, they needed two nukes for the plot to work. For so the whole right. movie. For the whole for it to be a broken arrow, they need these nuclear weapons. That's true. Um, so. We get a long scene of pre-flight procedures, which we talked about earlier, uh, and the nukes being loaded onto the plane. Uh, and this scene takes a very long time. Like, this is just, like, it's amazing how little dialogue there is in this movie, really. Like, this is, there's probably put together maybe 20 to 25 minutes of actual dialogue. And a lot of the dialogue is, like, uh, just, just like this one, just plain gibberish. Nothing, yeah. Yeah, but I do uh, love that... Um, so later it was like, when the day comes when we have to go against go to war against Utah, we are really going to kick ass. Because that's how it feels like doing these missions. It's just like. Yeah, it's silly. Yeah. Um, that was a good line. Uh, so we end up on campgrounds where park where a park ranger, quote unquote, tells this old couple to pull out, put out their campfire and then ask them if they've seen any other campers and then shoots them. Yeah, and the old man's like, well, I had to make a fire because Wanda has a cold. Dude, you are doing a recreational activity. Take Wanda home. Yeah, why does Wanda have to be outside? Yeah, Wanda does not have to be out here, man. You're you're just hanging out in the desert because it's not like they're lost. They show their truck. They show that, you know, because he pulled. it's like, just go home. They set up a campsite. Yeah, yeah. they're, they're yeah. on purpose. Yeah, and then the guy falls into a fire. Yes, he gets burned alive. And then the rest of the gang arrive. And then our old friend Bob Gutton shows up and does what he does best, complains. Yeah, this whole movie is just <laughs> complaining. But, like, he doesn't – he's like, get that out of the fire because we'll be smelling that all night long. Not like, good God, that's a human being. It's like, we'll be smelling it all night long. No, yeah, every time he gets frustrated because someone's dead, he's like, oh, another one of these? Oh, nerds. <laughs> Come on. Nothing goes right. Don't I have this? Another guy's dead. Don't I have all the luck? Can I catch a break? Yeah. Uh, so now we're on the flight with uh -huh. Slater and uh, Slater and Travolta. Slater complains about getting shafted on. No, wait, not Slater. This would be Travolta. 
No, no, Slater no, got Slater. Shaft- yeah, he got shafted for the Aurora Project. Right. And then um, he's like, John Travolta, you're too annoying to get promoted. That's what he says. He's like, yeah. you should have made Colonel by now, but you're too much of an obnoxious prick. Yeah. And it's so funny. And then he's like, hey, do you think it's a good idea that we're like flying this like, you know, really difficult to fly, like uh, classified military tech? And our our hobby is like giving each other CTE. Like, do you think that that's a bad idea? <laughs> That's a good point. We like punch each other in the head all day and then we fly this secret plane. We fly at night. right after. Yeah. <laughs> right and after. we like we're like really close to the ground. Like we could kill people. Yeah. <laughs> um and then John Travolta's like, he's on to me. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, um, Yeah, ain't it cool? Ain't it cool? Um Travolta radios the colonel in Utah, tells them to prepare for stealth mode. Uh-huh. The guy, so they're they're because their whole operation is they're trying to see if if they can stay stealth, yeah. Yep. Um, so they have like a little bet going, hey, I bet you can't catch me. He's like, I bet I can. And then uh a ranger named Terry shows up. Ranger Terry. That's what ranger I call her all movie. That's what I call her all movie is Ranger Terry. She gets a report of a call by Mrs. Parker about a suspicious truck, which she does not take seriously at first. Her and the dispatch guy are like, what is a suspicious truck? And the guy's like, Oh, by the way, one of the trucks is ours, and that's kind of suspicious. Yeah, like, <laughs> Mrs. Parker, oh, that crazy old bitch. <laughs> what What does she want? What's a suspicious truck? He's like, well, one of them's ours. And they're like, huh, I guess that is suspicious. Yeah, okay. That's different. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, so it's one of theirs, so they have to – she's like, all right. But she still doesn't take it seriously. She's like, I guess I'll go check it out. It's like – I'd be like, no, I definitely should check that out. I'll get back to you. Yeah, it's like if somebody had like – like even when I worked at like – farmers and i'd see so like if i saw somebody that was like driving a farmer's car that wasn't supposed to have it i'd be like excuse me <laughs> like i wouldn't just be like oh i guess i'll check that out not a lot to leave <laughs> uh so now we're back on the flight uh so much cringy flyboy language it's unbelievable yeah i just kind of just like zoned out <laughs> i did too i was like nothing's happening um Slater says Travolta loves having the power of God at his fingertips, and this is what makes Travolta kind of like snap. He's he does like, like uh, yeah, they, he does like the Kubrick stare almost. He does two two times. This is the first of two uh, Jack Nicholson Kubrick shining stares. Yeah. Um. So he gives that psycho glare. Then he tells Slater, he's like, hey, can you check outside? Which is like, he's like, hey, look over there. <laughs> which is the cheesiest way of like trying to eject. It's like what you'd say to get someone to eject out of the car. Like you'd open the car door and shove them out. Well, that's, um, that's, that's part of my uh, my thing where it's like uh, every person in this movie is the dumbest person on earth. Because one, that's Travolta's plan. Yeah. He's like, hey, look over there. Two, it works on Christian Slater. He's like, what? What's over there? Three, he gets foiled by a reflection. The reflections. Oh, there's, yeah, there's like multiple levels of stupid here. Because like he knows there's a reflection there. He can see himself. Because yeah. like Slater sees, and then I think Travolta like sees Slater see. And is like, oh no. Yeah. <laughs> Oops. And so this whole, so this whole, I just like to say, Joe, this whole operation which we find out is only 150 million dollars is what he's asking for there's yeah. a real dr evil like not asking for enough money moment there but yeah, this is as much money as this movie made yeah yeah just that's not enough <laughs> also joe 
he ejects Christian Slater, then crashes a $2 billion plane as part of this operation? <laughs> Just sell the plane. Just Fly sell the plane, man. Fucking Russia. Yeah. But this whole, this whole operation, the whole thing hinges on John Travolta going, hey, Christian Slater, look over there. And it working. It worked. The whole um, thing hinges. That's why he punches Christian Slater in the head so hard all the movie, because he needs to... He needs him to be real stupid. Mush him. He needs to tenderize him <laughs> before he puts him in the oven. But uh, anyway, he uh, doesn't work totally because he does see him. So he fights him off, knocks the gun away. And then Travolta. <laughs> so I got the I got the mental image of Christian Slater going, hey, there's a guy that looks like you out there and he has a yeah. gun. <laughs> oh, my God. There's versions of ourselves right in front of us. Joe, why was this plan to shoot Christian Slater? Why didn't he just eject him? Did somebody take my face off and put it on <laughs> someone else? And that's who I'm looking at right now in front of me. Sorry, what were you saying? I said, why didn't? Why wasn't his plan just to eject Christian Slater? That seems like the easiest plan. Yeah, because because he, he looks like he's just futzing with something down there, and then all of a sudden Christian Slater's not in the plane anymore. Yeah, and why didn't he do it like long before he ever dropped the nukes? Yeah, it's insane. Joe, like he, he, he's trying to I don't really understand what the plan is, because all of this is happening so fucking close together where, like, first of all, if he fires that gun off in the plane, it shatters the window. They're all fucked. No, Joe, because they're only 200 feet off the ground. Oh, OK, still, that would be hard to do anything with, like, the wind blowing in that fast into the yeah. cab. Um. Also, why is he doing it right where he has to – because to set the scene, he has to drop the nukes, right? Gunton's flashed a spotlight in the sky, and he has to drop the nukes right there. Um, and, with, and by with – yeah, with parachutes. He's not nuking the desert. He's he does that eventually. Gun. Gun's not like, hey, come nuke me. The gun's not like, oh, jeez. <laughs> Louise, my luck. No. Um, but, yeah, no. So, like, why is he doing it that close together? And then when it doesn't work, he has to eject him eventually. Yeah. John, or John, I was looking at John Travolta in your background. I was like, John, I have a question for you about your movie. Joe, tell me if this plan works better. John Travolta says, hey, look over there. He launches Christian Slater. He's in a stealth bomber. Fly away. Yeah. Go land somewhere else. Yeah. Two nukes. Not his current plan, which is drop the nukes in the desert, kill the tack team that shows up. Make Howie Long trick uh, the Pentagon into thinking there's nuclear radiation. Get them to reposition a satellite. Get them to send an S team. Yeah. Get I them mean, on the train. It's like you're in a bomber. Just a stealth bomber. Just fly away. It would have been better if they had explained this, but I guess it's implied that there's some sort of technology that can shut the plane down because otherwise, yeah, just fly the plane away. So the operation, the operation is for – John Travolta and Christian Slater to keep this plane dark as long as possible. Like it's the equivalent of playing hide and seek and somebody just like leaves the house. Like right. you're just like, wow, you're really good at hiding. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's crazy. Travolta tries to drop the nukes. Slater stops him. Right. So that's the important thing also is that Slater stops him before he's ejected from dropping the nukes in the right spot. Um, but Travolta eventually drops it just, just several yards away or so. Yeah, just it's slightly inconvenient. Like, that's all that happened. He slightly inconvenienced him. Right. Uh, so then Travolta tells the Utah colonel that Hale, we get Slater's name is Hale, 
um, has lost it, and then he ejects from the bomber and crashes into a mountainside. Again. So he could get $150 million for a nuke. He crashes the... They they, they name oh, drop. One nuke. That's right. Yeah, they name drop that it's $2 billion. Christian Slater says it. He's like, isn't it crazy that we just get to fly a $2 billion... Like, like uh, he's like, he'll never leave because you get to fly a $2 billion plane. Right. He's like, yes. Or I could crash it and make $150 million. Instead of just stealing the untraceable uh, cutting-edge plane. Right. Um. So we are at the Pentagon now. And we get the White House Chief of Staff played by the dad from that 70s show. Kurtwood Smith, baby. Yeah, he is briefed on the situation. Uh, we get introduced to Giles. Giles is played by the what guy from Pulp Fiction. <laughs> and he speaks up. Um, and he's useless. He gets sent to Utah. That's the whole point of this scene. <laughs> it's to send Giles to Utah. Giles doesn't matter but he's a character in this movie but he doesn't matter he if giles did not exist nothing the only thing giles does is he's like wait what if it wasn't hale who went rogue it was deacons like that's literally the only thing he does he just keeps taking coin flips on which one's (laughs) the traitor it's like oh it could be hale actually it could be deacon what if it's hale (laughs) yeah and then the um uh, the um, the, another guy in there, the bald, the other bald guy, not Kurtwood Smith, uh, was. Uh, did you watch Malcolm in the Middle? Yes. The older brother who got sent off to military school, the like head of the military school. Oh, nice. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Sp- uh, Daniel von Bargen, Spangler is the character. Um, yeah, he's been in a ton of stuff. Yeah, he's in a lot of stuff. Fac- I'm looking. His top credits are Postman, RoboCop Three, uh, Super Troopers, and The Faculty. Super Troopers. That's right. Faculty, fantastic movie. Um, anywho, uh, we are at the crash site. Oh wait, Giles, Giles gets sent to Utah for being the only honest man in the Pentagon. By the way, I don't know if you noticed that. I that was the other underlying part. Is like, uh, oh, and that does come back where he's like, we need to tell the truth about what happened to these nukes, and everyone's like, tell the truth. How'd you get this fucking job? Yeah. And- and then they're like, tell the truth. That's a good idea. Because that... <laughs> then the White House chief of staff's like, yeah, that was actually a pretty good idea. You should tell the truth. I wonder if like they want to do more lying, and they're like, just just, just pat him on the head, send him to Utah, get him out of our hair. Like, yeah. I wonder if that's that's his whole role. And um, that'd be great if like the next scene was like they're boating him out to the middle of a lake. <laughs> they're like, wow, it looks like shape. Christian Slater's at the bottom of this lake, and he's like, okay. Let me go find him. He does nothing. I didn't even realize this. You're right. He does nothing. He does nothing. He does nothing. Like, they're random thugs. Like, uh, Vito Ruginis Johnson. Mm-hmm. He does more, and he's just a random thug. He's, he's in the pantheon for the most useless characters we've covered, I think. Uh, so it's him. Who else is as useless? I, I, they're so forgettable. <laughs> Joe, I, I was listening to our Death Machines episode. I contend uh, Black Death Machine is also useless. No, Black Death Machine is the romantic lead. <laughs> no, because the romantic lead is the guy who witnesses the Death Machines kill no, everybody. He, he does not want to be in that <laughs> relationship. Um, but no, there are a lot of like really useless characters, but there are so few that they keep going back to. And in this movie, they keep going back to Giles. He has his own scenes where he's, like, flying in a plane, and he's doing nothing, and he's adding nothing. He's just sitting there just, like, reading Entertainment Weekly. Just turning <laughs> the page. 
But this is Joe. They say the name of the movie and then explain it like multiple times. Did we get there? No. So this is at the crash site. Uh, no, they're at their. Oh, no, you're no. right. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. Flash yeah. to the crash site. These troops discover the jet. The nukes are missing. Howie Long is there, too. Yeah. Uh, and then that's when they say they've got a broken arrow, and that's when the government loses a nuke, and Giles is like, I can't believe there's a term for that. This has happened before. <laughs> well, what I love is the plan here is they're like, well, the plane vaporized, and we can't find the nuke, so we're just going to assume they're gone. Like, that's yeah. the plan. Like, we tried really hard. We got to take a lunch break. You know, it's a union thing. Right. We got to get out of here. And, uh, Joe, yes, broken arrows happened a lot, but they just didn't tell us about them terrifying yeah there was a broken arrow just like in the mediterranean and we had to like scramble to get it because like russia could just like send subs into the mediterranean and be like all right this is our yeah this is our nuclear weapon now (laughs) they're like what nuke (laughs) yeah um the pentagon we're back at the pentagon they discover that nukes that the nukes didn't detonate because they have to be activated with a code this is where we're introduced to the code uh which is also kind of important (laughs) <laughs> it's not it's 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 only important because somebody was like wait why didn't the nukes blow up right <laughs> yeah. oh, they are writing this script in real time because yeah. there are scenes where they're like oh we got, didn't think of that because right, right, of this it's it's the uh the, the ben affleck armageddon situation where he's like wouldn't it be easier to just train astronauts how to drill and uh was it jason or not jason uh who did that movie I don't know. He's like, he's like, shut up, Ben. Like, yeah. like, <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's just like that. They're just like writing this movie in real time. Yeah. Uh, so the general passes a message from Deacon Travolta. Uh, he passes on the message that Hale is the one that lost control. So now they're like crafting this narrative of Hale going rogue. Um, so now we're in the desert. Hale wakes up, looks at, uh, Wait, wait, wait. Can we just talk about this lie for a second? The Pentagon just bought that Hale ejected himself from the jet to steal the nukes? I think, so what I think, this is what I think, is what Travolta was setting up was that Hale ejected the nukes, then ejected himself so he could retrieve the nukes with his team on the ground and then get out of there. Okay, so they already dropped the nukes. Yeah, and did something to sabotage the plane, which is why deacons had to eject so i think that i think that was deacons plan but joe again this plan is just made up as they go along like this is the best that john travolta and howie long could come up with each day before they filmed yeah (laughs) um yes and that's their favorite thing to do is to come up with ruses by the way yeah it's all just a lot of just like no 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 no. it's doing fine i promise and he's like what do you mean it's doing fine he's like i promise it's like that's not an answer uh, so now we're in the desert. Hale wakes up, looks at the $20 bill that he has, and then places it under a rock. Says, you won that round. This is insane. The man was ejected from a plane, and he's, like, doing friendly banter with John Travolta, who is not there. John Travolta, who is now a terrorist. Yeah. yeah. And he's like, ah, you got me. Like, I like to think that one guy was watching the towers come down and just takes out a 20. He's like, all right, Osama, you got me this time. You win- yeah, it's like our fucking secretary of defense. <laughs> fucking Rumsfeld. Yeah, Rumsfeld's like, <laughs> all right, Obama. Or Osama, Obama. All right, Osama, you got me this round. Um, yeah, Terry finds Hale, 
mm-hmm. uh, Ranger Terry, and tries to arrest him. And he blinds her with the sun. He just kind of ducks his head out of the way. He gets the and on her by moving his head, yeah. <laughs> She's like, oh, shit. <laughs> She's like, what is, how did you put that light in the sky? <laughs> what is that? Um, is that the nuke going off? <laughs> no. uh, anyway, he knocks the gun from her hand. Then they end up face-to-face with a gun and a knife to each other's throats. Mm-hmm. Uh which I found out was, like, the promo shot for this movie. Like, they, they use Wait, that a lot. The promo shot, and it doesn't even have John Travolta in it? Yeah, and it just has this park ranger and, and Slater. This uh, park who, by the way, is not really, like, anybody that I really know of. So it's like, who who is this lady? Like, she's not on the same tier as, like, Christian Slater and uh, John Travolta. Or even Bob Gunton. Yeah. Uh, put, put Bob Gunton in the... In in the in the promo, just him just be like, like, yeah. by a by, fucking flashlight. Yeah, and just be like, oh jeez. Oh man. Uh, anyway, he knocks the gun from her hand. Um. Or no no no, he has the gun. She has a knife. Uh. Okay. Yeah. And then they have them at each other's throats. Then there's more wrestling. Slater gets the gun somehow, points it at Terry's face, and then he's like, you know. We both know this is loaded. I could blow your fucking head off at any time. And she's like, yeah. He's like, I'm not going to. I'm like, what a Casanova. Yeah. What a, <laughs> How could she not fall for this guy? Ooh, she got all hot and bothered. But yeah, so she starts with the gun. He starts with the knife. She He takes the knife from her. She goes, ha, joke's on you. It's not loaded. And it works. You know what would be great is if he had the knife and she's like, joke's on you, it's not loaded. He's like, and he's oh, like, fuck. And he's like, the knife? Ah, and he like throws like, the drops knife drops it. But, but then she gets the gun and he's like, whoa, 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 whoa. I thought you said it wasn't loaded. If you thought a gun wasn't loaded, that's not how you would act. Yeah, yeah. He's like, I thought you said it wasn't loaded. It's yeah. like, you're about to get your head blown off, maybe. Yeah. He was like, whoa, come on. Let's, you said the gun wasn't loaded here. <laughs> she's like, I lied. Like oh, I didn't know you could do that too. Yeah, um, and she, so she's like, "All right, all right, idiot, I got a radio in my truck. You clearly have a concussion. You were wandering through the desert, dropping twenty dollar bills everywhere." Yeah, this is a very suspicious situation. <laughs> to put you in my truck. Yeah, she's like, "I got a radio, which is probably a better plan than your idea of just wandering through the desert till you find somebody." Like, where was he going? I don't know. <laughs> I have no idea. He was. Uh, he could have used that 20 at the end of the day. Like, it's yeah, a ride from somebody. Yeah, he, like, finds, he's, like, walking through the desert. He's, like, parched. He's, like, almost dying. He comes, somehow randomly comes across, a like, lemonade a lemonade stand. Yeah, I, I was going to say, like, a gas station. He's, like, please, water. He's, like, you got any cash? It's, like, I got a 20 under a rock in the desert. I'll draw you a map. He's, like, get out I'll of my store. You- <laughs> I'll give you the whole 20 for this bottle of water. Uh, so, um, anyway, now we're elsewhere in the desert. Cause really, like you said, there's only one fucking setting here. It's um, just, they're just in various places in the desert. Yeah. The troops track down one of these nukes and the gang Gunton's gang, right. Shows up and kills the helicopter pilots, mm-hmm. um, by doing the old tie in the shoe trick. Yeah. And he snipes a guy from like 40 feet away. Like, Use a pistol at that point. Like you can't, you can't line that shot up very well. But he does. Yes. But yeah, 
Yeah, he wanders out and he's like, oops, I got to hold on. I got to tie my shoe here. And then the, the guy's guy right behind him. Yeah. Which is the second most awkward way somebody acts, slightly uses somebody as a human shield in this movie. Right. Because he didn't shoot through the other guy's crotch, which is more than we can say later on. Right. <laughs> uh, Gunton is frustrated by all these dead bodies. He's like, come on, guys. Guys, come on. We're getting nukes here. I don't want to get my hands dirty. <laughs> Um, the awful music starts again as Deacon arrives and argues with Gunton. Um, oh, Joe, you're really underselling Deacon showing up. Oh, uh, yeah. Because they're like, where's Deacon's? We can't find Deacon's. And somebody's like, maybe the son of a bitch is dead. And then over Hill, he's like, that's a terrible thing to say. <laughs> <laughs> comes strolling over Hill. Yeah. We get the music like, ding, 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 bomb, 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 ding. And he's still hiking over this fucking floor. <laughs> I like the idea is what, slow motion walking over the hill and the slow motion stops and he's like, oh my God, I gotta take yeah. a breath. He like puts his fucking, it's still going, the music, but he's like putting his hands on his knees. Yeah. And like, and he, like, looks at the cigarette, and he, like, shakes his head and, like, throws it away. <laughs> He's like, I can't smoke <laughs> any more of these. This is the last one. Yeah. Um, anyway, but I that... know if John Travolta was just, like, waiting for them to say something. But he insisted them being close. He thought they were closer. So he, like, comes over this ridge, and he's like, all right, I'll meet you guys halfway. <laughs> Everybody come over here. Fun. We're doing the meeting here now. No, it it's just another, but, like, the music, too. It's just another example of, like, why are they playing the music? This is, like, music that you would play in a sentimental moment. I don't understand why it's being played here. It's just bizarre. Um, anyway, Deacon thinks that Hale is dead. Because he's like, what about... Pritchard's like, well, what about that other pilot? <laughs> Which is a pretty good point. And uh, Deacon's like, yeah, I ejected him. We were, like, scraping the, the desert floor. Yeah, so he's, he's dead. like... He's like, Hale's dead, baby, which that's not how it works. It doesn't matter. He was like, he can still, his parachute goes off. Right. He just has broken legs somewhere. Yeah. He's, he's just, he's not dead. He's somewhere dying. Probably. It's a good point though. Cause like, how the fuck did he make it out without a scratch? Hale should have two broken legs. He's fine. Walk it off. His femur should be like poking through his pectorals. <laughs> um, so the troops find the second nuke. Mm-hmm. Uh, gunman kills most of them before getting wounded and the chief tries to blow up a, a nuke with grenades so they find the nuke mm-hmm. and he's like I'm going to blow up this nuke with grenades which at first I was like what are you doing are you insane <laughs> but yeah so they find the nuke then the sniper takes him out and this this whole plan involves we find Howie Long is bad it involves him just shooting randomly into this group of troops and not hitting Howie Long yeah, or the nuke. <laughs> or the nuke, yeah. And we missed probably the best line in the movie. Remember, he talked about lines where, like, they just probably finish that line and just be like, that's enough for today. Let me log off. Because he's like, uh, Pritchett was like, you assured me everything would go smoothly. And John Travolta, drinking a Coke, which where does he know where the Cokes are? Well, he's he like, says, you want a Coke? So he knows yeah, right, right away where yeah. the Cokes are. Well, he's like, uh, you assured me everything would go smoothly. And he goes, everything is going smoothly. I assure you. The writer thought, uh, he thinks he's so smart. Right. Um, so they're going to blow up the nuke. Are they taking the the radioactive material out before they blow it up in the middle of the desert? Well, so you can blow up a nuke without blowing up the radioactive material. That's an actual thing. Okay. 
Yeah, because it, it's it's for the nuke to go off. It's not it's not like a it's not like a 55 gallon drum full of oil next to an airplane on a, or a helicopter on a train, for example. Yeah, where it just blows up. It's like uh, the two sides have to like come together. So it's like the mechanism like shoves them together at the time of explosion, and that's where you get the big nuke. Okay, and only one person's DNA can activate. <laughs> No, I'm not. I'm, I mean, that that's the actual mechanism. That's why nukes can blow up without going nuclear. Right, right. Yes. But no, it's, it's it's exactly like uh, uh, F9. <laughs> I, I don't even remember. Is that the Ares project? No, that was F9, baby. <laughs> they called it Ares, though. Oh, did they? <laughs> Joe! Hold on. What was, what was Slater's Aurora project? Never mind. I got excited Aurora. for nothing. I got excited for nothing. Yep. Um, so Howie Long is there with the chief, right? He stops him from blowing up the nuke by killing him. He's in on it. Crazy. Howie oh, Long's no. a bad guy. Oh, by the way, if people don't know, Howie Long is, an, is a former NFL player. <laughs> yes, he's a former NFL tackle. Oh, yeah. And he's, he's, you know what? He's not bad in this. No. <laughs> he's not good. He's not good. But he's not bad. Uh, Travolta pulls like 20. Oh, he pulls a 20 out of his jacket. Yeah. <laughs> so now he's got a 20. So now he's got a 20. And it's like, I want Howie Long or somebody to be like, what, what's with the 20s, man? What's going on? You're just leaving 20s in the desert. You're like staring at 20s all day. Um, <laughs> I like the, the idea that he pulls a 20 out of his jacket and he's like talking to it. And Howie Long sits down next to him. He's like, trust me, man. I know about those head, hit the, hits to the head. Yeah. You gotta get some help. No joke, man. Yeah. When Jackson starts talking to you, giving you advice, that's when you go to the doctor. Yeah, that's a problem, man. Maybe retire. Uh, Hale and Terry, we're back with them. As they wander through the desert, Terry stops Hale from stepping on old dirt. Yeah, uh, I said, Christian Slater, idiot oaf loser steps in special dirt and gets yelled at for it. <laughs> She's like, she's like, don't don't step on that. He's like, holy shit, am I about to get blown up? He's like, no, that's just really old dirt. Yeah. <laughs> well, she's like, the dirt takes a long time to recover. It's, it's, <laughs> it's dirt, dirt, man. <laughs> it's fine. Ridiculous. Um, yeah, and how would it even recover? Like, I don't even understand what she's talking about. You're not going to get the old footprint of a dinosaur on there. It's just going to be fucking dirt. So I'm I'm really pedantic in this, and I just, like look a lot of things up, and that's kind of my role in this. I didn't even. I was like, I'm I'm not gonna explain to Joe how this dirt is special. Like I, I, I didn't understand at all. She even gives the scientific term. <laughs> you drew you drew a line in the proverbial ancient dirt. Yeah, and it won't recover for thousands or hundreds of years. Right. Um. Yeah. So moving on. <laughs> this is old dirt. Um. Abbott Kelly is Howie Long's name, uh-huh. calls Colonel with a fake distress call and gives the performance of his career. Uh, I'm dying, boss. Oh, no, boss. What do I do? Ah. And he's like, I think they bought it. <laughs> and meanwhile, fucking Travolta is using, like, an electric shaver, like, in the background. Like, and he, like, holds it up to the mic? To, I guess, like, be static? I guess. I guess, but Travolta doesn't actually have to shave with it. Also, we need to talk about Travolta changing clothes throughout the movie. Well, he changes. He's in a, he's in his flight suit and he changes his clothes in the middle of the desert to black pants and a dark so the evil turtleneck. Guy turtleneck. <laughs> yes, 
he's gonna get sunstroke before this movie's over also the also the military demanded he change his clothes as soon as it's evident that he's a traitor they're like we can't have a traitor in military garb so that's why he changes no he's gonna pound like 20 30 cokes by the end of this scene oh dude yeah um so deacon uses oh yeah he's the electric razor gunton's name is pritchard we find out and he's, I thought it was Pritchett. Is it Pritchett? Is it Pritchett? Uh, who cares? It doesn't matter. <laughs> Pritchett, Pritchard, all the same. We're just counting the moments till he gets throated by a uh, fire, <laughs> fire uh, flashlight anyways. That's right. Um, Deacon schools him on broken arrow procedures and then playfully chops his chest, which is a little bit of foreshadowing. He's you like, notice that? Kind of like upper part of the chest. You can, he's like, now get with it. We're fine. He's like, I can hit you here and kill you. Also, if you're having a heart attack, I can just shove you really hard in the chest and you'll die, too. Just, I know a million ways to kill a man. And they all involve karate chops. They all all involve karate chops on old guys. That are basically almost dead. (laughs) Um, Terry calls into the station. Hale hears the helicopter and narrowly rescues Terry as the Jeep is blown up. Um... Oh, yeah, yeah. So he hears a helicopter from, like, very far away. Yeah. Coming. And he's like, oh, shit. And he, like, pulls Terry out of the Jeep and, like, shoves her. And then the Jeep gets shot to pieces. Joe, helicopters are loud. And the, yeah, desert, is, and the desert is quiet. Yeah. This is multiple times in this movie. Helicopters sneak up on people. Well, what also, guy gets cut in half because he doesn't notice he the helicopter? Because he gets his head cut off. <laughs> or the chest cut off. But also... um. He has like a weird, like this is a weird sensing scene, and then there's a Travolta weird sensing scene where they're by the raft where he yeah. senses uh, Slater in the brush. Well, he um, sees. He, I I I watched that scene multiple times. I think he sees their footprints go off into the bush. Is oh. what it is. And then he's like, the game's afoot. Like that's his thought process. Is he's like, okay, cat and mouse, let's do this. Instead of just going and shooting them both in the head. And and winning. Winning. Um, yeah, he, he picks weird time to have values. Like, I think it's just gamesmanship. I guess. Yeah. Um, so Terry calls into the station. Oh, no, no, no. I said all this. Uh, the helicopter chases them over the Canyon edge and Slater shoots the helicopter with a revolver, which does nothing. He one shots it. No, this does nothing at this point. He's just like shooting at it. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the, the first time where he's like, he's like, yeah, let me just shoot at this helicopter as it flies by. That'll work. That's that's when I wrote. Everybody in this movie is just beyond stupid. Like, there's no yeah. chance it's gonna do anything. Yeah, it's just a bad idea. Um, and he wouldn't even be like, you could do that to someone in a car and also wouldn't do much. But like, at least then they'd be like, oh shit, what if it hits me? The guy in the helicopter's like. This is like ants to him. Like he yeah. doesn't fucking think about it. And plus, if you shoot a, a shooting at a car, you could like hit a tire. Right. Yeah. Like, what are you gonna you gonna hit the propeller? Yeah. Good luck. You think you can hit the propeller, Christian Slater, from underneath it? <laughs> uh, Terry devises a plan where she distracts the pilot uh, by going like, "Hey, look over here!" And he's like, "Yeah, where's the guy?" And she's like, "I don't know." <laughs> she's just like, "Don't shoot!" And he's like, "Okay, that works." And then you see Slater, like, lining. He gets all the time to line his shot up. And he shoots him from, like, 500 yards away, which yeah, is insane. It's just, he one-shots him with a with a revolver. Yeah. 
Just so everyone knows, yeah, it's a revolver, and he's just like lying. He one shots him through the glass, through which is probably all glared and shit. Yeah, through canyon walls. So he's got literally, there's no room for error here. Past uh, Terry, crazy, crazy shot. Um, then the helicopter crashes. Terry eats shit in a hilarious way. She just like flops. Yeah, she falls over. It's pretty funny. Uh, and then the propeller almost kills her, but then Slater pulls her out of the way. Everybody's plan. Everybody, nobody thinks a single plan through in this movie. Like <laughs> right. he's like, let me just blow, let me just shoot this helicopter next to this woman, and uh, you know she probably won't get cut in half. But it was like a combined stupid plan because the only reason she's there is her plan was to go, hey, look over here. Yeah. Her plan is to go, don't shoot me, please. It's like, what if she gets shot? Then, then it's game over. <laughs> plan over, yeah. Uh, Pritchard. We go back to him. He bitches some more. Deacon and Pritchard get into a pissing contest with one another. Uh, Hold on. The best part is they hear the explosion off in the distance. And they're like, huh, he must hit a canyon wall. Probably nothing. Yeah, he's like, nothing? How the fuck are we getting the nukes out of here? Don't worry, man. This is where we see Vito Reginas again, Joe. And this is where I looked him up. Do you know the last time we saw Vito Reginas? No. He was being fed oil. By uh, Johnny Tran. He is Harry in the Fast and the Furious. No way. Yep. There's a Fast and the Furious guy here. Yep, Vito Reginas. Because I was looking at him. Because originally I thought he was. um, There's a guy who has a. They have very similar mouths. And I thought it was him. But it turns out it's not him. (laughs) That's crazy. I, I know it's weird to explain that they have similar mouths, but if I show it, I, I'm trying to find that actor's name. But I I can't believe you spotted him. This is like not a person that was even on my radar. Well, I looked him up because I thought he was somebody else. And oh, I was like, okay. Oh, I was like, oh my god, it's Vito, it's it's Harry. Um, the guy I'm thinking of is Leon Rippey. Oh, interesting. Yeah, they have the same mouth. There you go. Yeah. Uh, so Giles suspects that um. Oh, no, 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 wait, wait, wait. Deacon, this is the point where Deacon basically admits he's going to detonate the nuke, like, out loud. He's like, I'm going to detonate the nuke. And nobody fucking flinches. No, and then fucking Howie Long at the end is like, hey, you're going to blow this thing up? <laughs> the, the idea of how much fallout would happen from a nuke varies wildly throughout the course of this movie. Yeah. Like, if you blow up Denver, or if you're in the middle of the desert and you blow up a nuke, you'll get Denver. But at the same time, you can be, like, 20 feet away as long as you're, like, turned away slightly. You're okay. Right, right. <laughs> That's true. Um, so, elsewhere in the desert, Giles thinks it's strange that an exposed core isn't leaking nuclear material. And I agree. Uh, Giles suspects Hale is the terrorist behind the scheme. He's like, it's Hale. And everybody's like, I don't know. That would be pretty stupid. Like, exactly. <laughs> exactly. And they're like, oh, my God, you're right. Uh, apparently, the pilots that transport nukes have the codes, which is terrifying and hopefully not real life. Seems like a bad idea because uh, call me crazy. Joe. Oh, wait, how are they supposed to? OK, so, no, they should have the codes because they have to arm them before they drop them. But on a military exercise, they on an exercise, they don't need the codes. I feel like they should just do that remotely. Like they should just like 
have a way to remotely arm and remotely disarm them. I guess. I guess that makes sense. But what if it goes wrong? Like, you got to have somebody on the ground that can do it. If it goes wrong, they don't go off. <laughs> it guess, almost seems like things are going right at that point. Joe, and you're right, you're right. Um, so, Hale tells Terry that Deacon stole the nukes. Uh, so he reveals that. Pritchard continues to bitch. Pritchard. That's like old. Uh, <laughs> Got it. And, get him, Joe. Yeah, well, he's about to get it in the throat. Uh, so Pritchard bitches at Deacon for smoking in the Jeep. And then Pritchard, like, offers, or Deacon, like, offers him a cigarette. He's like, he's like, do you mind? He's like, no. I don't. Do you want one? <laughs> uh, Hale spots the truck, or the truck's. Ask for the gun again, because now he's going to take out a truck with a pistol. Joe, it's it's really easy to shoot. You just need a pistol. That's all you need, and you can take out anything. Right. Uh, Hale tells Terry to leave. She follows him onto the roof of a moving Jeep instead. So a couple things, Joe. Uh, one, uh, this scene presupposes that Christian Slater is faster than a truck. Because <laughs> they're like, oh, I'm, I'm getting into that. Yeah, hail. Oh well, no, to, to to get to them, just to oh. get to them, he would need to be faster than the truck. Because he's gotta get down this hill. Oh and then yeah. Catch up with them. So it presupposes that he's faster than a truck. Well, they verify that because then he falls off the truck and is running towards the other truck to catch while up. like Deacon's truck is trying to it's, run him down. It's presumably yes. It's so yeah, he's being chased and he can outrun a Jeep. A Jeep that's going so fast. Well, okay, they're Humvees, I think, but he's going yeah. so fast that it when he rear ends the other Humvee, it does some damage. Yeah. Yeah. And, and he can outrun that. But Hale just flips over onto the back of the other Jeep. Uh Hale shoots the driver in the leg. I do like that though. The driver's like, looks like we got a standoff. And he's like, not really. Yeah, <laughs> You're not no. gonna stand ever again. <laughs> and um Hold on. So hold on real quick. Yeah, we got us to stand up real quick. Uh, Ranger Terry just like just like follows him. Like, again, the desert is quiet. Christian Slater can't just like hear her running behind him. <laughs> right, right. And uh, John Travolta recognizes uh, Christian Slater from his legs. Because it's like just his be- his feet are like dangling off the back of the. Um, oh, yeah. And he's and like, he's like damn it, hail. Yeah. And so he's like, do you spend a lot of time looking at Christian Slater's legs, I guess? It's amazing that he thinks it's hail because they're not broken with the femurs going through. Yeah, he's like, wait a second, those legs should be in fifty different pieces. Um, so Hale shoots the driver in the leg, tosses him out. Deacon then runs over the driver that <laughs> just got thrown out. Um, we get some awful banter, including the classic "Don't shoot at the nukes" line. Yeah, could you not? Would you mind not shooting at the thermonuclear weapons? Oh wait, we got we got it. Hold on, we got a a um a, a line that will come back later on. I just need to say it where because Christian Slater's like you can't come, you can't come, you can't come, and then yes. Ranger Terry helps him. He goes, okay, you can come. Yes. So just that line will come back later. No, that's a good point. I'd forgotten where that showed up. Yeah. Uh, so Terry and Hale's jeep is losing gas, so mm-hmm. they have to hide it. Uh, but first, Hale tosses a gas. First, they have to lose Deacon. So yeah. Hale tosses a gas can with a flare attached to it onto Deacon's Jeep. He says he learned that in New Jersey. Trenton, Trenton New, Jersey. New Jersey. Remind me never to visit Trenton, Trenton New Jersey. New Jersey. 
a lot of people uh launching flares and and uh gas at your at your vehicle and and deke when deacon when he or when he throws it is like oh geez like he oh like, come he's on like come on hail <laughs> uh hail and terry arrive in the old mine mm-hmm. uh hail tries to deactivate the nuke by entering the wrong code three times because apparently these are set up or if you enter the wrong code three times just deactivates them they become Big old paperweights. Well, Deacon calls him right then uh, to small talk a bit. And then, you know, Slater's talking some smack. And then uh, when it doesn't go right, because apparently that didn't work, that arms the actual nuke, Deacon taunts him for that. Yeah, and he says that Travolta used uncoded circuit boards. This implies that John Travolta built the nuclear weapons. Yes, <laughs> Or at least the circuit board. <laughs> or at least the circuit board. And it's absolutely wi- wild. And this is where uh, we need to talk about the thing I texted you about. Okay. Where he's like, where he's like, joke's on you. You just armed the nuke. He's like, oh, no, you got me. He's like, now you're going to blow up one nuke. And he's like, what if I blew up two nukes? And Josh Bolt yeah. is like, no. Son of <laughs> no! a bitch, he's going to do it. <laughs> he's, he's like, like, you don't have the balls, <laughs> don't I? Shit. <laughs> <laughs> he's like you wouldn't he's like wouldn't i he's like oh god oh god the one thing that could thwart our plan yeah why wouldn't he i guess yeah. that's the point that when it, when travolta says that i'm like wait why wouldn't he disarm the nerves <laughs> yeah. or like drag them to the lowest possible area yeah it's very easy it seems like the logical move <laughs> uh anyway it's set to 30 minutes uh deacon tells hale that he had always planned to blow up the nukes in the mine. Um, so Hale then decides to drag both nukes to the deepest part of the mine and blow both up. Uh, Terry decides to freak out instead of helping Hale carry the nukes. So this is where she just decides to just freak out and like stand there going, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. It's like, I don't know. Maybe you want to like drag the nukes down to a safe He's distance. Like, Follow my lead. Follow my lead. Come on. I shouldn't have to spell this out. (laughs) Let's go. Uh, Hale only unloads one nuke instead of both. So we get a second hour of this movie. When he gets down to the bottom, he only takes one nuke out. He's like, well. (laughs) That's that's all the nukes, right? That's as high as I can count. So I assume that's all of them. Right. Uh, Deacon arrives at the mine at this point. Giles shows up at the colonel's place okay so now we flash back to giles who's again in this movie for no discernible reason he shows up the colonel's place the colonel tells giles that deacon stole the nukes in an unnecessarily intense exchange (laughs) because he's basically calling giles he's like he's saying giles you don't know what the how to do your fucking job because apparently (laughs) deacon is the terrorist yeah he's like you stupid idiot like i see i see okay well i had a 50 50 shot there (laughs) I did mention Deacon's name a few times. Yeah. I don't know if you heard I, that. I mean, you take 50 or you take 100% of the shots you don't, or you miss 100% of the shots you don't take. Come on, right, man. Right, right, right. Uh, so Deacon's guys start shooting at the nukes again down in the mine. Uh, Deacon finds, uh, finds, I think, the first nuke, the one that wasn't unloaded, and he starts stroking it. He's very excited to see the nuke. It's definitely not a... Um, an allegory for anything or a metaphor. Right. Uh, he resets the timer to 13 minutes and then busts the control panel with his gun. Uh, 
very angrily. Like, yeah. it was unnecessary. Like, especially, like, I understand if it's, like, he didn't mean to do this, but along the entire way, he's like, this is all part of the plan. This is all part of the plan, baby. Like, it was really out of, like, sync with what the character Yeah, you're right. Like, this is normally what happens when there's, like, a panicked, they have to pivot moment. But, like, or basically, he, all Slater did was transport the nuke for him to the mine. Yeah. All he did was, like, be like, hey, Chris Slater's like, hey, John Travolta, let me let me take care of that nuke you for you. take this next 30 minutes off. <laughs> yeah. That's all that's changed. Yeah. Um. So, um, Deacon finds Hale. And tells him that he set the nuke to 13 minutes. And then a shootout ensues. Uh, Terry tries to take a goon out. But ends up eating shit again. <laughs> she just keeps way, doing just that. Right into the face. This falls over. And this is when Christian Slater jumps over her while shooting. Yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like she falls over. Christian Slater jumps over. And then he jumps over a barrel. And this yeah. is when I, I paused the movie and I started reading the IMDb trivia. And it's like, Christian Slater did its own stunts. So I was like, yeah, I could jump over a barrel, too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's not that impressive. But I um, love the John Travolta line where he's like, uh, he's talking to Christian Slater. He's like, he showed a d- initiative, determination. I'm proud of you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> hoo-wee, you good looking. Look it. Um, so anyway... Deacon's guys get the inactive nuke out of the mine. Deacon shoots at Hale, but accidentally shoots the goon holding up an active grenade. And then Hale catches it and tosses it at Deacon. And Deacon somehow survives this. This is the most insane exchange. It, uh, what, the exchange of the grenade? Yeah, where Harry pulls the grenade pin, Slater, like, ducks under him, may, ducks as Travolta goes to shoot him, which makes Harry... He makes him shoot Harry. He drops the grenades. Uh, Slater catches it and then <laughs> throws it at John Travolta. Okay, but it, if you pause it, he throws it. It explodes like in Travolta's chest. Like, oh God, really? Like, right in front of his fucking chest, and then Travolta's just alive. Yeah, and then Travolta starts talking trash, and he's like, "Oh, you're gonna die in here." And then Slater's like, "Am I?" And he's like, "Huh." Like he gets scared when <laughs> Slater talks back. Oh shit. Uh, yeah, Deacon shoots at Hale. Oh yeah, there's this whole thing. Um, who's Johnson? The guy who just died. That's Vito. Uh, Vito, what's his face? Oh, I didn't even know his name in the movie because they were like, "You're gonna go see Johnson pretty soon, huh?" And I'm like, "Who the fuck?" The guy who just died. Who is Johnson? This movie has a fucking tendency. Of introducing some dudes or throwing like this comes back a little bit later where we are introduced to the science geek that yeah. is also a Navy SEAL. He's like, I bet you thought I was a science geek, and I was like, I'm sorry, who are you? <laughs> are you on the list? <laughs> it was almost like he was talking to the audience, like, I bet you thought I was just a geek. I was like, who are you, dude? I, I hate you, no mind. <laughs> yeah, you are a faceless goon in the background to me. Don't worry. I I did I couldn't think poorly of you because I didn't think of you at all. Yeah. Uh, Hale says, I know what you're up to. You're going to ransom Salt Lake City, aren't you? Deacon says, well, why do you say that? And then Hale says, St. Jude's Hospital. You're going to hide the warheads in the radiology department so they don't show up in any satellite scans, right? Deacon says, well, I'm impressed. Hale says, thank you. 
<laughs> hey, hey. Just a little respect. And we did gloss over the fact that, like, uh, he found a St. Jude hospital tag in the Humvee, which is okay. obviously planted. Yeah, we kind of uh, yada yada over that. Okay, yeah. so that's the whole reason I wrote that piece of dialogue. I was like, how does he know all this? This is coming out of left field. Um, but okay, that explains it. Uh, Deacon has a broker in Volvo who will buy him, or no, a broker in wherever. I, I don't know, Belgium? Sweden? Sweden. Estonia? Uh, Belarus? They'll buy him 5% of Volvo, and he thinks he'll live the rest of his life off the dividends. This guy really is insane. <laughs> his whole plan is to, like, live comfortably. His his plan is to retire, Joe. This off off a auto company that will go out of business in during the making of that movie. <laughs> Cor- correct. Also, Joe, uh, five percent of Volvo was worth one point five one billion in nineteen ninety six. So uh, he ain't buying no five percent of Volvo with his one hundred fifty million. Kept the jet. <laughs> yeah, should have kept the jet. That's what I said. I was like, you, if you need one point five billion dollars, keep the two billion dollar experimental jet. Right, sell that to Volvo. Um, <laughs> Volvo makes hatchbacks and B3 bombers. Right. Uh, Hale says Deacon is just mad he never got a promotion. Um, and then Pritchard... Uh, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, So he gets them all pissed off. Deacon starts getting angry. And he's like, all right, I got them all pissed. What's the next part of the plan? He's <laughs> like, he's mad now. But I love that that Christian Slater's just like, you're a crazy person. He's like, would a crazy person do this? It just fires wildly into the rocks. <laughs> it's like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yep. Uh, then Deacon goes up to Pritchard. And Pritchard says, hey, 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 where's the other one? Deacon says, shut, shut up. up. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, you're about to catch a flashlight to the throat. He's like, what does that mean? Like, You'll find out. You'll see. He drops a bunch of grenades down the shaft. It blows up the elevator. Uh, We find out Terry's dog's name is Fred. I love how they're about to die. And he's like, is there a Mr. Ranger Terry? (laughs) Like, so you live alone? He's like, well, I live with Fred. He's like, "Uh, oh, is that your husband? She's like, no. (laughs) It's my dog. (laughs) It's my dog. And he's like, he's like, play it cool, Hale. You're in. If you guys survive this nuclear blast, you're in. Uh, Terry, all right, just remember, when it comes to pivotal moment, you hold the gun to her head. <laughs> she likes it. She loves it. Uh, Terry finds a secret tunnel, which collapses into an underground river, which then spits him out the side of a mountain into a lake. Which is good, because the alternative, if that river wasn't there, was dying in a new thermonuclear yeah. explosion. Yeah. Be, uh, being uh, mummified yes. in a copper mine. <laughs> As the best case scenario, you die slowly. Yeah. So the helicopter finds Deacon and gang. Uh, Pritchard bitches. And this is where he takes a flashlight to the throat. Yep. And he dies. One flashlight whacked to the throat and Pritchard's dead. <laughs> and John Travolta's is like, That's, I've never killed anybody before. Except if you count all the people that I've burned alive in their homes. With bombs. Other, but with bombs. But other than that, clean hands. But I've never actually gotten to see it up close. Yeah. It's like, cool. This is cool. <laughs> uh, again, most inappropriate use of the music yet. By far. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> dead Pritchard is sitting there like. Literally <laughs> head back. Like mouth agape. And fucking Travolta lights a cigarette. 
And then, like, we get the ding, 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 boom, 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 <laughs> ding, ding, ding. Um, so now, uh, yeah. So the helicopter, oh, wait, okay. Yeah, so the helicopter finds Deacon and the gang at this point, too. Um, and uh, Deacon, uh, okay, the nuke explodes inside the mine. Then sinks in the earth, like sinks yeah. a fucking crater in the middle yeah, of the desert. Yeah, because it collapses the caverns. Right. Yeah. Um. Then destroys all the electronics. Also, because <laughs> it's an EMP. Um. And then takes out the helicopter with the sonic waves. So everything just works out perfect for Deacon. Yeah, I I like to think that the creators of this movie were like, oh, this will be the like the definitive pop culture EMP scene, and then Ocean's Eleven happens like four years later. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, come on! Uh, Howie says, Deke, you the man! Deacon says, I'm the man! I'm the man! <laughs> <laughs> and this is, where, this is where he rips off Uma Thurman, too. We talked about it before the record. Cause he goes, oh, yeah. He says, I guess I said, God damn! What I a said, rush. God damn! <laughs> One of two times he just rips off other people's lines. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the general tells the White House chief. Was, it'd be great if in Pulp Fiction he was like, I want to do that line. <laughs> or uh, uh, fucking, uh, why am I blanking? Uh, Tarantino. Tarantino's like, no, nope, uh, that, that's for her. And he's he just like, walks around his house saying it all the time. He's like, I'm going to say it in a movie. I swear I'm going to say it. <laughs> I'm just going to drop it. I'm not even going to tell him. Yeah. It's, it's called ad-libbing. Definitely not something I've been thinking about for ages. And I'm going to shave my head. It's going to be amazing. <laughs> uh, so the general tells the White House chief of staff that the nuclear blast will be re- uh, reparted as an reported. Reported. Reparted. reported. This man can't read his own handwriting. Um, Terry freaks out that she's radiated. Uh, she's actually just cold. <laughs> yeah. She's like, I'm dying, I'm dying, I'm dying. She, he's like, you just jumped in a river. She's like, why am I shaking? He's like, it's a very cold river. <laughs> why am I sweating this much? That's the water from the river. <laughs> yeah, that's water from the river. Oh, I thought I was crying from my hair. <laughs> but what I love, too, is so there's so many little flourishes in this movie that don't make any sense. Like, uh, right before this, um, John Travolta kicks Pritchard out of the, the car and flicks a cigarette, and it, like, makes an audible, like, noise yeah, yeah. I don't, it doesn't go anywhere no. it's not like he flicks it into like uh like uh uh gas that's like in a light pritchard's body on fire he just flicks it into the desert yeah. they give it they give it an extra just like and like slow motion like why why yeah why? <laughs> nothing <laughs> nothing's happening uh hail oh, yeah. also real quick when they when she forgets how to be cold they do like sexy horns in the background they're like <laughs> what Wow! Like, <laughs> was she wearing loose-fitting pants? <laughs> um, Hale then convinces her that she's totally fine and not radiated with a bunch of butterflies that are flying over the lake, like you would do to a child. <laughs> yeah, he's like, look at those. <laughs> she's like, oh wow, there's so many of them. Like, shh, shh, shh. just keep looking at the butterflies. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, this is the best. This is the best day ever. <laughs> he pulls out his gun behind her. He's like, "Yes, yeah, keep looking at the butterflies. Just look at the butterflies." Uh, Terry and Hale find Deacon's raft, 
And Deacon senses hail in the brush, but you said that he saw some footprints or something. My guess is, is he saw their prints. That's my best guess. But I also, while I was thinking about that, was I'm not sure what side of the river they're supposed to be on. He's been tracking their feces this whole movie. He's like <laughs> been picking their feces up. Smelling it. That's hails. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Testing. Testing. What you can't see because this is an audio medium. I was miming, putting, just tapping Stuck my tongue, tongue <laughs> against poop. Ever so lightly. Yeah. <laughs> just to get a taste. Yeah. Uh, Terry and Hale try to steal the raft. Uh, they're almost caught. Hale dr- dives out of the boat, but Terry decides to hide under a tarp instead. Again, everybody in this movie is just stupid. Just she's, get out of the boat. She's also fucking moving. Like, like it shows her after, like, Travolta's, like, basically at the raft. And you see the tarp, like, <laughs> like start to move. It's like. That'd be great if Howie Long was like, hey, is there anybody under this tarp? And she's just like. No. <laughs> All right, check the tarp. We're yeah, good check to go. The tarp. We're good. Let's get out of here. Um, also, she's like, they get to the, before they get there, they get to the boat, and she's like, are we going to sink this? And he's like, no, we're going to steal it. What are you, stupid? Like, what? Yeah. <laughs> she's like, let's sink the raft on shore. <laughs> what are you, why? <laughs> he's like, you know what? Stay here. <laughs> Yeah, he's, like, trying to get her to drown herself by, like, getting her. He's like, in the water! Go in the water! Head first! He's like, you can breathe. He's like, if you survive a nuclear blast, you can breathe underwater. Why don't you try it? (laughs) Try it. Take a big huff. Uh, So Deacon sends a ransom video to the Pentagon at this point. Um, Terry jumps on Deacon's... Hold on. What? You're skipping the ransom video. Oh, okay. $250 million split, like, six ways. This is his big, this is his Dr. Evil not asking for enough money moment. Like, he's yeah. like, like, if I was the military, I'd be like, 250, you, you'd be like, you guys got that extra in your operating budget? They're like, yeah. It's like, <laughs> all right, here's your money. Give us our nukes back. No, <laughs> yeah, it's like, if I don't get it in 24 hours, like, we'll get it to you in five. Yeah. <laughs> no, that is easy. <laughs> yeah, this is easy. We'll just send it, we'll, we'll, do you want it one of those giant, like, publisher's clearinghouse checks? Like, we can do that <laughs> if you want. No. Um, yeah, so, uh, so he sends that ransom video to the Pentagon. Then Terry, we get Terry jumping onto Deacon's uh, truck. No, train. This must be where she jumps on the train, right? Uh. Or maybe uh it's a truck. No, no, no. This is the truck. There's a truck. This is how fucking boring this movie is. There's just whole scenes of, like, he's on a raft. Now he's on a truck. Now he's on a train. And multiple scenes are just like, yeah, he's faster than the train or the truck or the, you know, whatever. It's just like, it's so annoying. Like, it's just, it's so dull. This movie is so dull. So boring. Um, Hale, uh, the military finds Hale and they arrest him. Uh, Hale pleads with Giles and the colonel not to blow up the truck because uh, that's where Terry is. Uh, Giles was a lieutenant at Yale in the ROTC. Yeah. And again, his his contribution to this conversation is as useful as this conversation in the whole movie. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, like, I was a lieutenant. Cool, buddy. Cool. Thanks, man. <laughs> hey, um, what? I, these pencils need uh to be rearranged. Can you get on that real quick? <laughs> Can you arrange them from longest to shortest? Yeah, please. Uh, Hale figures out that Deacon is rope-a-doping the U.S. military 
Deacon's not trucking the nuke to Salt Lake City. He's training it to Denver. Uh oh. And, and now he's on a train. <laughs> yeah. And so he's begging, uh, uh, Christian Slater's begging the general to like break orders. And the general's like, Do you understand what orders are, Captain? He's like, Yes, sir, I do. And he goes, Good. He turns around because I'm about to break them. <gasps> oh my God. They're not going to kill one of the main characters needlessly. <laughs> um, yeah. So. Yes, Terry has also made it onto this train. That's mm-hmm. important. Uh, she's just there. She's like on the side. Holding yeah, on. she's she's just grabbed on. Uh, Deacon now has a remote control he can detonate the nukes with. Mm-hmm. Terry finds uh, some geek tinkering with the nuke. His name's Max, and he's a former Navy SEAL. Yeah, Joe. He's not just. I bet you thought he was just some geek, but he's not. Bet you thought I was a computer nerd, huh? Nope. <laughs> I like that this guy is just like he's uh, like there's a cut scene where John Travolta's like, get out of here. You're just a computer nerd. He's like, just a computer nerd. I'll show you. Sure. Not just, I was a Navy SEAL. I've, I have 36 kills. This man just drops bombs from a plane. Go and she shows that park ranger chick. <laughs> she shows up and he's like, hey, I'm not just a nerd. She's like, oh, OK. I didn't OK. Say you were. Who said you were. <laughs> And then after this entire speech, she just <coughs> throws a hammer at him and he dies. Oh, yeah. He's like, uh, uh, yeah, she's he's like, I bet you, uh, I'll show you what I can do with one thumb or something. Yeah. Yeah. He's like giving this speech. and He's like, you know, in the military, you know, in the SEALs, you know, they, they train us how to kill. I'll show you what I can do with just my thumb. And she just throws the hammer at him and just brains him. fucking talking. Just hits him right in the head. Um, it, which, like. She had tried to come at him with a hammer initially, and he yeah. disarmed her. And so, so somehow she got the hammer back. I mean, like, this guy sucks. This He's guy like, is the worst Navy SEAL. He gets actually gets taken out by a hammer. Uh, she takes his gun. Uh, Deacon finds her next to the bomb. And this is where we get the best scene in the movie, in my opinion. Uh, Deacon forces Terry to arm this nuke at gunpoint. And then he gets behind her. And uh, are these two banging in this scene? No, question. they are not. You contend that she is really into this. I contend that she's very scared. Joe, yes. this screenshot is damning. I'll give you that. It's it's damning evidence. It's it's the state's evidence number uh, exhibit one. <laughs> exhibit one. But she's just very scared. That's all it is. She is orgasming fucking hard. <laughs> she is like. <gasps> <they're>, I, <laughs> <laughs> I contend she is not Joe. <laughs> anyway, to walk you through the scene, Travolta's like telling her, like, I bet you'd eat a bullet. Oh, yeah, because he's saying, like, yeah, I'll eat your bullet. Because <laughs> he's yeah. like, uh, Christian Slater is a huge coward. He would he would blow up a bomb rather than eat a bullet. Would you blow up a bomb? She's, she's like, like, maybe. <laughs> oh. uh, no, but then he takes the gun. He like motions. He gets under her hand. He kind of slips behind her. And he, like, gets under her hand with the gun and, like, makes her tap all the right buttons in the sequence. I will give you this, Joe. John Travolta was trying to play this, like, sexy, scary, cool. But I just don't think I don't think she was into it. I think she just got the scary part. Joe, stop showing me the screenshot. I know what you're talking about. She's trying to blow his gun. (laughs) It's what my screenshot is. Um, So we go back to the Pentagon and we get. The shit pushed in guy from Training Day who reads off the fallout stats from the nuclear blast. 
I love that they have have to give the stakes of this. Like in 1996, nobody knows what a nuclear weapon can do. Right. Like, like there's one guy's like, what? isn't this just a bomb? Like, what's the big deal? Yeah, it's only been like, like 50 years since yeah. uh, Hiroshima and Nagasaki. It's going to blow up like one. It's going to blow up like one building. And he's just talking to a guy in a theater. And the guy he's talking to is just this like 80 year old Japanese guy. And he's right. like, <laughs> <laughs> just a single tear rolls down. Oh. <laughs> uh. Um. <laughs> yeah, some assholes like, what's the big deal? <laughs> it's just a bomb. I've seen movies with bombs before. Um, Terry presses cancel instead Uh-oh. of enter after ruining her pants. <laughs> Ridiculous, Joe. She ruined her pants because he pe- she peed them and pooped them. That's <laughs> my contention. <laughs> Got a little pee poops too. <laughs> Go. Um, sorry. Uh, Deacon, I almost had Jeff ruin his microphone. Uh, Deacon takes her to train, uh, to the train door to throw her out. Yeah. Uh, and Hale, cause he's done with her. And Hale is miraculously there in a helicopter. Nobody heard the helicopter. Nobody, Nobody saw the helicopter. So it was there. He miraculously shoots Deacon and Howie with a machine gun while Terry swings to the side of the train and he misses her entirely. Amazing. Yeah. I don't know how any of this happened. Like I watched the scene multiple times. Like he's just like waiting outside the train, like outside that particular car. Like, all right. The whole time waiting for the door to open. He's waiting for the, like, yeah. They're just and it's tracking a, it. Yeah. And it's a funny thing. Cause like after Travolta get shot, they like, uh, close the door. And then they're like, well, we can't shoot in there anymore. It's not like the door's just made of wood or anything. Right, right, right. <laughs> and then and then uh, he goes, cover me. And he hands, because he's going to go get Ranger he Terry. to the colonel. And he jumps out of the helicopter. Yo, he sweeps the pilot's head with this gun. Like, oh. when he goes, cover me, he just passes it, like, right behind this guy's head. Like, Slater could have accidentally blown off this guy's head. <laughs> um. So Hale jumps from this helicopter onto a moving train and he rescues Terry and she ends up on top of him. Terry says, okay, you can come. I said, yeah, cause she already has. <laughs> I said, I said, baby, I already did. Um, yes. So Deacon arms the second nuke guy is chopped with the helicopter blade. Yes, so that this is the big plan. They're like, we'll cover you. Like, we'll, we'll give him a haircut. One guy hears the helicopter coming. The second guy does not. And he just no. gets chopped <laughs> open with the helicopter. Yeah. There's this guy. How big of a dick is that guy? That Like, he ducks and doesn't even think to go, hey, there's a helicopter <laughs> thing. Or even, you know, when you can't talk, you just let out a noise. Just be like, ah. Yeah, I did that at the screen. I was like, ah. <laughs> Fuck. Um. Hale sabotages. Oh, no, 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 wait, that doesn't happen yet. Uh, the guys chop with the blades. Terry and Hale are cornered. Hale drops his gun and pulls a gun from the back of Terry and then shoots a guy through her legs. Yes. So he does the, the I guess, adjusted equivalent of in Die Hard when uh, John McClane has the gun on his back, but it's the guns in Terry's uh, belt. So that I ask, why didn't she use that when she was fighting Max? with the hammer that's one thing yeah another thing why didn't she use that when she oh, was no 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 no. because that's the gun she took off of him oh that's okay so she had it when travolta was there yes okay so she could have shot travolta yeah yep okay 
Okay, just making sure. But yeah, but he, Jeff, Jeff, there's a very distinct reason why she did not want to shoot Travolta. <laughs> I'm shaking my head at Joe. Uh, but yes, uh, Christian Slater pulls the gun out and then shoots her, uses her as a human shield, and then yeah. uh, shoots from between her legs, blows her crotch off. Yes. <laughs> yeah, it's a real fire crotch situation. Yeah. Going. Um. So Howie shoots at. Uh, oh no, no 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 wait wait. Hale sabotages the escape helicopter first. He cuts like the fuel line. He just start, he just opens the the hatch and just starts pulling on things. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Howie shoots at the helicopter, but has his arm smashed as the train goes through the tunnel. This is wild. He's like shooting at a helicopter. This whole scene is wild, actually. Okay, I gotta break this one down. He's like shooting at a helicopter out from the side of the train. They hit the tunnel. It smacks his arm. His arm should ex- – you know what awesome this scene would be if his arm just exploded as it would in real life? Or just flew off. Just fucking, like, like – Pink, pink mist. Yeah, it just splatted on the side of the tunnel. Um, but the other crazy part of that about this is that the helicopter then <laughs> proceeds to fly directly into the mountain without even <laughs> – You're on mute. My bad. I was saying there was two people in this helicopter, and neither one of them was like, uh, uh, mountain, 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 mountain. Because, again, fucking guns can't take down helicopters. They have nothing but attention to pay to this mountain. Sides of mountains can definitely take down helicopters. For sure. And they have before. Um, So, yeah, uh, the helicopter flies into the mountainside. Hale takes out uh, Hale takes out the helicopter pilot and then knocks him off the train and then ends up under the the train. Yes. He uh, just kind of like bails to be under the train. Yeah, and he gets dragged. He pulls like a Cape Fear for the next like five minutes. This dude loves to fall off trains. He does. And, and, and moving vehicles. This guy falls off so many moving vehicles in this movie. It's true. Uh, Terry tries to shoot Deacon... But then Hale stops her and drags her under the train with him. Yeah, he, like, grabs her off screen because you're supposed to be like, oh, no, who grabbed her? And But it's obvious it's Hale. Like, I wrote that Hale grabs her. Yeah. Yeah. Um, helicopter explodes with no one important in it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's just the pilot. Next to conveni- conveniently next to oil drums. And, Jeff, what what do we get when people die in this movie? <laughs> uh, we Is this the Howie scream? No, it's the music. Oh, the music. <laughs> There's wreckage of a dead pilot. It's dun 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 dun. Dude, the music guy, like the sound editor of this movie, I don't know what the opposite of an Oscar is. But he Razzie. It. He's a, a Razzie. Razzie. He should have won the Razzie for that. He's like the all-time. That's like the Godfather of Razzies for sound editing. That's true. Um, Terry. Oh wait, wait. Uh, Howie tells Deacon to shut down the bomb because they're not going to be able to get off. Now with the helicopter exploded, he's like, "So shut the bomb down." And uh, Deacon says, "Go find Hale." And then Howie gives an awesome disgruntled look. He's like, <laughs> "He's like, who rumph? 
<laughs> gotta do everything. Gotta do everything. Go find Halo. Go find this. Yeah, he's like a kid. He's like, you said we were gonna get off the train. <laughs> yeah, I'm tired of the train. I'm bored. I want to do something else. Um, Deacon shuts down the nuke, but then he rearms it at five minutes. Yeah. So here's the thing. Is like they're freaking out because they're like, we're going to get blown up by this nuke. We got to figure out how to redo this. And that's when Travolta snaps and is like, I'll just blow it up. Completely undoing the thing. But they're like 30 minutes. It's a 30 minute timer. So they're like 20 miles away. Uh-huh. And this train is clearly going fast enough that if you jump out of it, you're not going to die. So just right. jump out of the train and all yeah. is all is well. And um, also when he turns off the bomb, somehow it has more time on it than he set it for. Because when he tr- I pause it to do something when Travolta turned off the bomb and it was at 35 minutes, 43 seconds. And he said it for 30. So, uh, there's that. And then, yeah, this is where he steals the line from Slater and Heathers. What does he say? He says, fuck them. If they can't take a joke. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Um, have you seen, you've seen Heathers, right? I, yeah, I have. Okay. I had totally forgotten about that line though. And yeah. He says it to Winona Ryder. Right, at the end, right? When he's about to blow up the school. No, it's... it. I don't remember when exactly in the movie he says it, but they're at her house. Oh, uh, okay. Because so, in my brain, it was, yeah, when he's on the steps of the school. When I, <laughs> that's what I remember. That's what I thought it was. Maybe he says it again. But, yeah, it was... Um, that's why I remember. That's I looked it up because I was like, wait, Slater says this. And, in Heathers. In yeah. Heathers, yeah. Uh, so Howie and Deacon are about to shoot each other to death when Hale shows up. So they decide to shoot Hale. (laughs) That's one way to put it. Yeah. Hale kicks Howie out of the train through the wooden wall over the bridge. So he like swings and kicks him. And then, yeah, he distracts him with a corpse and then he Tarzan swings in and he's like incoming. Yeah. (laughs) Which you say to let people get out of the way. Not when you're trying to kick somebody Four. (laughs) um, anyway, Yeah, he smashes through the wooden wall over a bridge, so he falls a very long way, and we get what is called the Howie scream. The I thought it was the Wilhelm scream. Oh, so Wilhelm scream is like, Aah! and the Howie scream is, like, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, in a fifty-five million dollar movie, <laughs> they blew hey. up one too many helicopters. <laughs> they couldn't afford it. This is like the you notice, Joe. There's no pit. There's no uh, doves in this movie. They blew, they blew through the dove budget on helicopter explosions. Can you imagine how fucking angry John Woo was? He's like, ah. Oh. Joe, they used a real $2 billion. They blew up a real $2 billion plane. <laughs> the budget was out of control. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> they got the real White House chief of staff to start. Yeah. Um, Deacon's out of bullets. So he taunts Hale with the remote. Uh, why doesn't he just blow Deacon's hand off? <laughs> yeah. Why? Does he, also, I love that Travolta just explains buttons to him. He's like, this button, this button blows us up. This button stops us. Like, Christian Slater's like, okay, okay, okay. All right. One, like, go over the buttons one more time. But let, me explain, but let me explain. Because if I press this button, I win. I win, yeah. <laughs> um, Deacon challenges Hale to a boxing match. Prize... $20 that Deacon stole from Hale. <laughs> the same $20. And we do, uh, this is where I realized this was all one day. Because he yeah. says this from last night. Like, good lord. 24 length day. Right. 
And uh, uh, this is this is the line. He goes, "You're out of your mind." He goes, "Yeah, ain't, ain't it cool? cool? Ain't it cool?" <laughs> yeah, and that's "Ain't It Cool" news took their name from this. The oh, really? Yeah. That's weird. <laughs> that sometimes the site is clearly never intended to get as big as it was, and that's "Ain't It Cool" news is one of them. For sure. Um, yeah, there's this twenty dollars yet again. Uh, Hale is getting his ass kicked yet again. <laughs> absolutely worked over like if i was hale i'd be like can we i don't know parcheesi like can we try something else yeah i want to play a different game we always box <laughs> we always box and you always win um i'm not bad at checkers <laughs> we can try that <laughs> uh terry disconnects the train car with the nuke in it from the actual train which if i it was me that's plan a yeah uh, that's easily plan A. Just disconnect because there's nothing you can do then. It's over. Well, but they do want to deactivate the nuke. They don't want it going off. Yeah, but they're in the middle of nowhere. They're that's in the true. That's yeah. where we've tested all our nukes. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly. The U.S. government <laughs> launched a bunch of nukes there. What's one more? Right. I do love that. <laughs> that's, that's actually. I just thought of that. So Travolta's plan was to like. <laughs> blow up one of the nukes in the desert to like show them they mean business and i just like the thought of like the u.s military going like oh yeah we've done like 50 of those <laughs> yeah thank you we were gonna blow up that one anyways you did us a favor did it that's how, did it look cool <laughs> yeah that's how i would have played it if i was uh kurtwood smith just been like thank you we were gonna do that anyways can you blow up the other nuke for us please and triples is like that's my move <laughs> don't you fucking <laughs> take my move my, the, I was gonna do that anyway. That's my move. That's my move. Don't don't you take that from me. All right. So uh, then they start to box. They start boxing. Uh, Terry disconnects the train car. Deacon starts pressing on Hale's temple because he's like, "You ever passed out before? Feels like this." Which I, it doesn't. I think it's different. <laughs> yeah, it's a little different. Because pressing on your temple, it just kind of hurts, but it doesn't feel like passing out. It doesn't feel like unconsciousness. Yeah. You, know what, you ever pass out? This is what it feels like. Absolutely nothing. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So Deacon uh, starts wailing on Hale with a crowbar. Not legal in boxing, Joe. I looked it up. You're yeah, not allowed to have crowbars. <laughs> it's not a legal move. Um, but then Hale disarms the crowbar from Deacon. And that's when he starts getting his confidence. But he drops it and starts wailing on Deacon. Yep, and there's weird, like, cat noises, like, big cat noises. Did you hear it? No, really? It's like, like big cat, like, roars. Yeah, like, well, he's like, he's like, this is a $55 million summer <laughs> blockbuster, Jeff. Uh, <laughs> it's 23 seconds to detonation, and Terry jumps off the train. Uh, Hale grabs the remote, deactivates the nuke. Okay, this is actually... Big, big scene here. Hale grabs the remote as the train car smashes into a the flaming car up ahead. And as Hale jumps out of the car. Uh, so Hale's jumping out of the car, deactivating the nuke. He's like, I, okay, here, this is just me. I deactivate the nuke before I jump out because I don't know what the range on this thing is. Oh, yeah. What if yeah. it's not enough? <laughs> yeah, or what if it's like line of sight? And he's like, he's pointing it at the roof accidentally, and then the nuke goes off because he's jumped out of the Yeah, train. what if it's one of those old TV remotes? You got to, yeah. like, find the right angle. Yeah, he's like, 
Uh, yeah, I like the idea where he's like angling his arm around to try to. He's like, why isn't it? He's like, yeah. like flipping the batteries around. He pops them out, blows inside, <laughs> pops them back in. Um. So yeah, he as he's doing this, this car is smashing into the car that's got the burning gas cans on them. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, the missile flies forward from the impact. And smashes into John Travolta's chest, but not before he does, like, a psycho Jack Nicholson glare again. Yeah. And then it fucking blows his body out of the fucking car, into the gas cans, big explosion. Pretty cool death scene, I actually thought. Yeah. Not a bad, not a bad one. I feel like Travolta would, uh, would have gotten just a hole ripped through him by the nuke, but it's fine that it took him with him. I'm not going to argue with that. No, I like that. Yeah. But then uh, uh, Christian Slater, like, tumbles out of the, the train. He finds the nuke, f- which should have John Travolta's guts all over it. And he's like, cool. Is that a $20 bill? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, Actually, before we get to that point, I really like that. the I like this scene because I like the idea of them having to dress up a dummy in Travolta's stupid turtleneck. <laughs> <laughs> um. But yes, you're right. He finds this charred 20. He's like, holy cow, 20 whole dollars. And he goes, I, he goes, I win. Yeah, it's complete. It's going to be the image for the episode. It's like completely shredded up. And he goes, I win. I win. Um, yeah. Terry says, sir, please turn around, which works as a callback, but would be insane in real life. <laughs> yeah. He'd be like, what? Why'd you say that? I wrote this movie is all unearned callbacks because he's it's just like, OK, like <laughs> turn around. Yeah, turn around. And then, Joe, they give oh. the longest, most passionate handshake. Well, wait a minute. First, Hale says, my name's Riley Hale. Terry says, Terry Carmichael. They shake hands. Oh, fuck both of you. <laughs> That's what I put in my notes. Joe. Is that's credits. That's the movie, by the way. Movie's over. It ends with them shaking hands. The handshake, yes. Right. Long, passionate, sensual. Is Christian handshake. Slater a ball cell in this? Is he voluntarily celibate? Is that why he has so many superpowers? Well, he does. He takes her hand and he puts it to, toward his heart. And he's like, I'm just a nice guy. I'm just here. You probably, to, want, you to probably want a bad boy like John Travolta, don't you? You want a guy who'll shove a gun in your mouth? <laughs> All right, Joe. Well, uh, your your game. No, it'd starts. be great. She's like, I've met someone. <laughs> Let me tell you about him. He's like, yeah, I blasted a nuke through his chest. <laughs> um, so not a very exciting movie. Not a very, I mean, for our purposes, not a lot to talk about. Not really, no. But Joe, next week's movie. Uh, we've both seen this movie. Everybody's seen this movie. It's one of the most insane movies of the last 30 years. It's Con Air, buddy. Yeah, boy. Getting back into the exciting movies. 1997. This film was, sh- or this movie was shot immediately after Face Off. To the point where they thought that John Travolta was going to miss some shooting because of it. It's, Nick Cage. I mean, Nick Cage. It's got Nick Cage. John, John Travolta Malcolm. missed all the shooting. <laughs> He missed all of it. No, he John Travolta plays the little girl that may have gotten molested. We're not sure. We'll address that later. They took her face and they put it on his body. Joe, Steve Mushimi switches faces with the little girl. Yes. 
And so she gets, he gets to be free, and she has to go to prison. I don't know well, why no. that's a good deal for her. <laughs> it's not a good deal for her, but Steve Buscemi just wants – Steve Buscemi will go back to prison. He just doesn't want that face anymore. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, all right. Con Air, it's not it, – they took it off of the streaming services we are going to use it on, so you got to rent it, but you've probably seen it. Description. When the government puts all its rotten criminal eggs in one airborne basket, it's asking for trouble. Before you can say, pass the barf bag – the crooks control the plane, led by creepy Cyrus the Virus Grissom, which is John Malkovich. Watching his every move is the just-released Cameron Poe, Nick Cage, who'd rather reunite with his family. Joe, Conair, it is two hours and 38 minutes long. I love it. I, I lied. It's 1.56. It's back under two hours. So, I'm fine with that. Yeah. So uh, thanks for listening. We will be back next week or in two weeks with um with conair and um that continues the summer blockbusters and uh, joe's gotta go watch chris paul play basketball so yeah for joe this is jeff thanks for listening take care and you have a good one go sons